It is Free Talk Live. You're invited to join us here. The toll-free number for you to take control of the airwaves if you want to get on the radio with us. It's 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. We have the Discord on-air call-in line rooms. Head over to discord.lrn.fm. Uh, where you can jump into one of those rooms. You'll sound almost like you're sitting here in the studio with us. And joining you tonight, you've got Ian. And Johnson. And I'm the captain. Yes, Captain Kickass is uh, back with us here on uh, Tuesday night. And, uh, well, there's pretty big news coming up, though, Johnson. You are going to be telling us about being a sugar baby. <laughs> Not because you yes, have experience. I, I'm, yeah, I mean, i got to pay a lot of money to be <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess you could be a male sugar baby, but you know, I don't. You don't see that very often. No, it probably so. happens. I, I uh, saw that link and I thought, I want to know how much I should be charging my future sugar mama. So exactly. this will be good information. I'll, I mean, I'll learn something. There, there's a former a former uh, FTL co-host from long long days past who uh, was making the offer to be a sugar daddy at one point. Who the uh, hell was but, that? But of the. Uh, of the same sex variety is what he was looking. He was looking for. Oh, a Dale? Houseboy. Was that Dale? That's correct. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I remember that. He's yeah. a houseboy. So perhaps that's the, the that's term, the term houseboy. for a male sugar baby yeah, the, is the cabana boy. We're going to learn more about that coming up here, but uh, I, I do want to get to the, the big news to start things out. Plus, uh, Captain, you wanted to talk about the bus police. Among uh, other things. This was a story from last week we didn't get to, but they're always there, so we can always yeah, no <laughs> talk worries. about that story. Uh, but the, the big news, I think, of the day, and, and we don't normally talk about the big news of the day, but this one's pretty big. John Bolton has been fired uh, by Donald Trump. And for those who don't know, you're fired. You're fired. Yep. And, you know, that's one of the more entertaining parts of the Trump presidency <laughs> is that he just, you know, he yeah. has kind of treated it as though it's his show. Right. I've never seen that show, but, right. you know, I understand that he fired a lot of people on uh, whatever the show was called. The hell was Anytime it called? you can bring uh, in. I don't remember. Something apprentice. assistant. Apprentice. Apprentice. Okay. The apprentice. Yes. Um, anytime he brings in a bunch of new staff that are not, uh, you know, old guard government people mm-hmm. is a good day. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Well, right. And this guy is old guard. This John Bolton oh, yeah. guy has been around for a dec- couple decades at least, probably more than that. Um, doesn't he go back to like the Reagan administration guess, or George w- or George H.W. Um, Bush? Yeah. And he is like a total neoconservative warmonger. I want to know what it means, though, for the taxpayer, given that uh, John Bolton offered his resignation yesterday and then today he's fired. Wait, he resigned and he got offered fired? his yeah, resignation. He offered to resign because of the disagreements that uh, he and Trump were having. He's like, okay. "I'll quit. You can't resign. Do you want me You're to quit? fired." Yeah, essentially, he just let him let that day, you know, that opportunity pass, and then fired him. Supposedly, if that's mm-hmm. true, what does that mean in terms of what the government has to pay him because he was fired? Oh, as good As opposed question. to if he had resigned. Yeah, did Trump do him a favor uh, by right. by firing him like that? That's an interesting question. Must right. eat up the government's cap space until next season. So we're going to um, get into the details on that. Again, if you want to comment, you're welcome to join us here. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. The story coming out of uh, NBC News, President Donald Trump said Tuesday that he had fired National Security Advisor John Bolton after a string of disagreements removing one of the most hawkish voices in Trump's inner circle on a number of issues, including Taliban negotiations and China trade talks. Um, of course, you may remember uh, Trump actually declined to launch, I think it was like a, a missile earlier this year, to, like 
making a statement that it wasn't he didn't feel right about killing these innocent people or whatever. I don't remember all the details on that, but uh, I think Bolton had disagreed with him on that particular issue. Trump announced Twitter on Twitter, of course, that he had asked for Bolton's resignation on Monday night, saying he had, quote, disagreed strongly with many of his suggestions. So that's saying that he asked him for his resignation. Is that different than... Then firing from him? what I've heard is that uh, that Bolton offered resignation, but I mean it could be a nonsense story. But maybe he offered it after he was asked for it. I don't know. A quote: I informed John Bolton uh, last night that his services are no longer needed at the White House. I disagreed strongly with many of his suggestions, as did others in the administration, and therefore I asked John for his resignation, which was given to me this morning. So I mean that's what Donald Trump himself is saying here. He said he asked for the resignation the night prior. And got it, uh, I guess, today. Huh. Okay. So uh, that sounds to me like he's resigned. Uh, White House spokes bureaucrat Hogan Gidley said that Trump had asked for Bolton's resignation. And then he re- repeats what Trump just said here. Bolton himself said in a tweet that he'd offered to resign Monday night. And the president had sent a response. They would, quote, talk about it tomorrow. Quote, I offered to resign last night. He never asked for it directly or indirectly. I slept on it and resigned in the morning. So he uh, he did quit, apparently. Hmm. He denied reports that he and Trump had gotten into a heated argument on Monday night over the president's plan to host Taliban leaders at Camp David. What? Yeah, I mean, okay. I, like, I don't pay close attention to the uh, the political goings-on generally, so that's news to me, too. I, I had no idea. Um, I, I don't think that's a bad idea. Like, you got to give Trump some credit for being willing to talk to the supposed enemies of the United States. He's met with Kim Jong-un. He's met with Putin. He apparently wants to meet with the Taliban uh, leaders. So that, I mean, that's pretty good. That's, that's like, unlike a lot of other presidents, no one has ever had a meeting with the, uh, the Supreme leader of North Korea. No president of the United States while sitting in office has ever had a, a meeting with that person. I want to know yeah. what nickname he'd come up with for the leaders of the Taliban. You know, <laughs> yeah, like little, little Rocket Man over there in North Korea. <laughs> what would uh, what would the leaders of the Taliban be? I mean, good question. If you've got a suggestion, you want to jump in here, you can. Our toll free number is eight fifty five four fifty free. Some National Security Council officials were caught off guard by Gold, uh, by Bolton's firing. And learning about it only when it flashed on TV screens. Reports over the weekend that Bolton and Vice President Mike Pence disagreed with the Camp David plan was the last straw for Bolton, according to two people familiar with the matter. On Monday, Pence tweeted the stories were fake, but Bolton did not. And that, according to the officials, upset Trump. One person familiar with the breakdown between the two men said Trump didn't want Bolton attending the U.N. General Assembly in New York with him later this month. Asked if the disagreement over the Taliban talks led to Bolton's dismissal, Grisham said, quote, that there was no final straw. There were several issues. They had policy disagreements. So could it get worse from here? Could the the new guy, whoever it is that gets appointed uh, to fill Bolton's shoes as national security advisor, could it be worse? Could it be a more warmongering, hawkish person well, than John Bolton? Well, so my question is, and I think, you know, I just scoured the Internet and it said something like he's going to name a new guy next week. Mm, okay. So who's going to advise us about national security for a week? We're without national security <laughs> advisement. What will what we do? do? <laughs> it's a travesty. 
Hmm. Yeah, well, I think everybody will be all right. But they usually Excuse have. Excuse me, I'm feeling very insecure. <laughs> they usually <laughs> have. How, how will we get by as a country without advisement on Could national security? Could you bring security? my shoes and my glasses? They typically do have, you know, a temporary person that gets the, <laughs> these it, positions. Is it Norm Macdonald trapped or dressed up as uh, you know, the KFC guy? Colonel Sanders? I do have a KFC-related story, or a Popeyes-related story uh, mm-hmm. as well here tonight, because the whole war between did the they, Did they sick finally get sandwiches? sandwiches? The, the chicken <laughs> war rages. No, but somebody's suing Popeyes because he didn't get his sandwich. <laughs> what? Apparently. <laughs> wow. That's bringing entitlement to an entirely new level. Yeah. I suspect that case is going to get thrown out of court. But going on, speaking on the condition of anonymity, one official said Afghanistan had, quote, broke open the bottom of the bag in a relationship that had been eroding. Another official confirmed that sharp disagreement over the Afghanistan deal was the final issue that ruptured the relationship. Now, I don't know what the deal is. Have you guys heard anything about an Afghanistan deal? No, but I mean, we're still technically bombing them, right? You mean the government? I, I mean the government, yeah. yeah I, I don't mean don't to use bomb- we as the— You don't the, do bombings, do you? Uh, I mean, you are a captain and everything. Ca- cannonball, right? You know, I'll, I'll, I'll bomb the pool every now right. and again, right? You know, yeah. uh, But no, I—you know— is the United States government still actively participating in kinetic military actions somehow in Afghanistan? I believe the answer is yes. Yeah, I think they are. So, uh, so yeah, if you know about this deal, uh, whatever that purportedly is, I'm curious to know about that, too. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. So I think this is good news. You're getting, at the very least, one of the worst warmongering neocon uh, people out of the government. Seems hard to believe that Trump could find someone worse than this guy. Of course, he's probably not going to appoint Ron Paul to uh, take over the position. It's Free Talk Live. You're welcome to join us here. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. Like freedom, that's 855-450-3733. We have the Discord call-in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. In the studio tonight, you've got Ian. And Johnson. And the captain. If you're interested in taking cryptocurrency at your business, whether you have a physical location with a point of sale or you're like a service provider. You go to your customers. HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com makes it possible for you. They make it easy. You, If you have no experience with cryptocurrency, you can start from zero and be accepting crypto within a matter of minutes uh, from going to HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. They'll walk you through the steps. It's super easy to get started. You don't have to show any identification or fill out any paperwork or wait for approval or anything like that. You just create your account and uh, download the AnyPay uh, app to your iOS or Android device, and it is super easy. And you'll be accepting Bitcoin, Dash, Zcash, B- uh, Bitcoin Cash, and several others. There's a bunch of different options. You can choose the ones you want. Only take a couple if that's all you want. Uh, HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. I love the AnyPay product. It makes it easy for us to spend Bitcoin in real life. We do it a lot here in the, the Keene area. There's several local businesses that are using the AnyPay software at their point of sale. And it's just, it's great. It's HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. So we're talking about some of the good news here about uh, John Bolton, who was was the national security advisor. Good news. One less politician. One less <laughs> scum-sucking bureaucrat. I mean, well, I don't I know. Mean, was, unless my prediction there is correct, because that would be really which prediction? Pre- horrible, that uh, John Bolton is replaced with 
you know, the the person who uh, Trump immediately pardoned, uh, Joe Arpaio. Oh, God. Clearly oh. they're friends. Yeah, that's that would be awful. I Although I heard that Arpaio might be running for sheriff again. Oh, well. So if he's got his eyes yeah. on the sheriff position, maybe he doesn't want to, yes. you know, work in the federal government. I mean, national security advisor, pretty big sheriff. It's a big yeah. role, but he doesn't. I don't think the advisor actually commands anyone, right? Mm-hmm. Like he just you know talks to people or whatever. Arpaio likes the the idea of being America's toughest sheriff. That's his That's sort of like locking people yeah. in yeah. steel boxes. That's his name sun. brand. Exercise uh, my authority. So I mean, he might want to be attorney general. Because that's basically like the top cop mm. of right, right. the United States. But I don't know about uh, – well, either way, I hope that doesn't come to, yeah. to pass. If Trump really wants to troll people, he should put Ron Paul in this position <laughs> to just go from total like neocon <laughs> war hawk all the way to complete peace you know, mm. uh, dove, basically. Um, that but, would be a wonderful world. Don't but, get me wrong. I am all for yeah. you know less – you know, murdering by military, et cetera, and so on. Yeah. Um, and I would, you know, love nothing more than to see somebody, you know, of a peaceful philosophy take, be amazing? take that that position. I, I think it's unrealistic. Yeah, it's completely yeah. unrealistic. <laughs> we're we're in the I'd realm like of fantasy. More, I'd even I'd like an even less realistic option, and I'd like him to appoint Mary Ru- Ruart. Oh, that'd be that's great. Highly unre- unlikely. <laughs> I love her work. He probably yeah. doesn't know who she is. I mean, at least he's he's probably heard of Ron Paul. He's probably somewhat familiar with uh, with Ron Paul. Right. We don't know what he thinks about Ron Paul. <laughs> yeah. We know did, he doesn't like Rand. Didn't? Wait, no, wait a minute. No, didn't he appoint Rand Paul to be uh, like the ambassador Ooh. to Afghanistan? I don't know. Really? I don't know. It was one of those i think it was one of the middle eastern countries that uh Rand paul donald trump appointed him hmm. to uh to this and maybe that's where this whole deal came from with uh, afghanistan i'm totally speculating because i don't hmm. remember exactly uh i see uh, captain kickass is uh quickly uh, googling away there I'm, to find I'm trying out. yeah I, I appreciate that uh but uh, as the nbc news points out here about bolton he was one of the loudest hawks meaning warhawks inside the West Wing, perpetually skeptical of the country's adversaries and unafraid of the prospect of military conflict. Well, yeah, it's not like he's going to go fight. Mm, so it's right. easy to it's easy to be unafraid of uh, military conflict when your ass isn't on the line. A mm. uh, few others in the upper ranks of the administration were as deeply versed in the nuances of foreign policy. Avoid that Pompeo will now have an outsized role in filling. It was uh, Trump uh, appoints Rand Paul. Mm, sorry. Uh Trump, Senator Rand Paul, to help with Iran negotiations. Okay, it was Iran. Yep. Okay. So, but yeah, I mean, still, That's he's, a big deal. He knows who he is. Right. Uh, and, and that suggests that maybe Trump wants peace with Iran as well. He didn't ap- appoint John Bolton or somebody like him. He appointed Rand Paul. Hmm. So I think that's a good sign. Now, I'm no fan of Rand Paul, but at the very least, he's not a war hawk from what I've seen. So I think it'd be funny if he appointed Michael Bolton. The singer. Yeah. You know, the one who sucks. <laughs> Most recently, the two had sparred over Trump's desire to have leaders of the Taliban visit Camp David in the days before the anniversary of September 11th, which is tomorrow, by the way, uh, terrorist attacks to finalize peace talks. The idea was strongly opposed by Bolton, even as officials at the State Department argued it could move the parties closer to an agreement. Bolton had been deeply skeptical of negotiations with the Taliban. U.S. negotiators have been working under the president's demand that a drawdown occur before November of 2020 when he's up for re-election. Now, I wonder what that means, a drawdown, meaning remove the troops, send them home, send at least some of them home, if not all of them. 
How much of a drawdown are we talking about here? Because if he can do that, like if Trump can actually remove troops from Afghanistan by November of 2020, that's a huge kind of pro-peace move. Bring them all home. Yeah, I don't know what the exact proposal is, but uh, that doesn't sound like a bad plan to me. Asked if he'd been startled by Bolton's exit, Pompeo told reporters he had not. Bolton's departure could pave the way for a more flexible approach by the Trump administration on North Korea, Iran, Venezuela, and Afghanistan, former U.S. officials and two current U.S. officials said. So I think it's going to be pretty important who he appoints to this position. Um, And I don't know why they keep talking about Pompeo. Maybe he's in there temporarily uh, to sort of take that that role. I don't know. But Pompeo is not that not really any better uh, than than Bolton, from what I understand. And again, I don't I don't follow these characters too closely. Uh, Bolton had pushed Trump to take a harder line on the regimes that he had deemed untrustworthy. Trump, on the other hand, campaigned on the promise to get the U.S. out of conflicts, which was why it was confusing that he even got the position in the first place. You know, Trump said he was going to drain the swamp, and then he brings all these swamp denizens in. So it didn't make sense. Uh, you know, uh, every president that since I've been alive uh, has promised a whole bunch of stuff and then not delivered. So uh, color me not surprised. Yeah, well, no, there's no doubt about that. I am pleasantly surprised about how the North Korea thing has been handled uh, so far. And if he can make some progress with Iran, then that's a good thing as well. I have to say, I'm somewhat optimistic. Normally, I'm not optimistic about anything related to the government, but I am somewhat optimistic with this move and with the some of the foreign policy decisions that Trump has made. I mean, he's by no means a, a peace-oriented president. He still dropped bombs in the Middle East. But according to what um, I think it was Mark Edge, who's one of our co-hosts, says, he hasn't dropped as many bombs as Obama. So, <laughs> I, yeah. yeah, I mean, sure, fewer bombs are, you know, an, an improvement. But I, I don't know. Uh, was it Spooner? I can't remember who said that. You know, can anything be so absurd as, uh, you know, uh, another man have a quarrel with another man who he's never even met across the seas and across the land? You know, yeah. uh, you know, when, you know, I have no quarrel with that man and that man has no quarrel with me. It's just because their leaders have a quarrel with each other. Right. It's ridiculous. ridiculous. 855-450 free like freedom. If you want to join us here, you're welcome to comment, take control of the airwaves. And on the way here tonight, we've got we're going to change gears completely and talk about sugar babies. Don't know what that is. You'll find out. <laughs> Bitcoin.com has launched a trading platform at local.bitcoin.com, allowing you to buy or sell Bitcoin cash via dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank deposit, remittances, or meeting in person with cash. There are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site, and all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. Finally, a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started trading Bitcoin Cash. Local.bitcoin.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves here. Our toll-free number, 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. We have 
the Discord on-air call-in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. Hop into one of those. You'll sound almost like you're sitting here with us. And with you tonight, it's Ian. And Johnson. And the captain. Also want you to know about the Edge wallet. It is, in my opinion, the best cryptocurrency wallet out there. It's a multi-crypto wallet supporting a bunch of different cryptos. I'm just going to tell you a few of them. Uh, Bitcoin BTC, of course. Bitcoin Cash. Dash. Ethereum various ethereum tokens monero ripple ravencoin and more get on out there to edge.app to learn more about edge wallet it's a veteran team that has been building wallets for crypto since 2014 can i just say that i did finally get my edge wallet downloaded installed and you know as a guy who uh you know has some experience in software it was easy it's very intuitive uh you know i had zero problems with it at all everything is pretty well you know laid out yep intuitively it's easy to navigate uh, it's pretty pretty cool the username and password i think are really one of the best features especially for a new user of cryptocurrency i had uh, my my ex-girlfriend renee uh she had a coinomi wallet previously mm-hmm. which is a pretty good wallet um, but they've got the 12 word, or I think it's actually now 18 words, but they've got this long backup phrase that when you mm-hmm. create the wallet, you got to write down those words, you got to store those in a safe place. And I can't tell you how many people screw this up. They'll not write it down. They'll right. take a screenshot instead, <laughs> and then they will break their phone or, you know, they'll get right. a new phone and forget about the fact that they had the wallet with the screenshot and all that on their old phone, get the new phone, and then they're like, oh, whoops. Well, I- 12, 18, 24 words. I mean, that's you run into like a Dunbar scenario there where like the human brain can only remember so many words in sequence you well know what I, I mean? think you could remember it if you really put your mind to it i mean yeah. people have memorized the quran in the past sure. so i mean it's possible to memorize something but people today aren't used to it we yeah. haven't we don't exercise that part of our brain and so we rely on things like devices or they'll write down the words and put those in a place then forget where they put the the words mm-hmm. so uh, i've done that yeah. i was actually just running through that scenario in my head like where did i put the words that i and you know where they are i don't i'm not i I think i filed them in a a place that i have where i you know would put financial information make a note and double check it tonight i'm going to so you know right uh but that's one of the problems with like new users you know they don't put it in the right place or whatever with it with edge wallet it's username and password now i still recommend writing those things down and keeping them in a very safe place just in case you forget them because if you forget either one of them you cannot recover, although I think they have some sort of recovery backup thing that you can do. Honestly, I've not but gone wait, through that Wait, there's also process. a username and password for Konomi, too, so... No, there is not. There's a password that you set temporarily with Konomi per installation. On your app, So right, that is yeah. on the app. That is a, like a sending password. That makes it so you have to put a password in every time you send, which is super annoying as well. Right. Uh, so, no, uh, that is not a password to get into your account. If you have the words with Konomi, you can restore and not have a password with Konomi. Huh, okay. Uh, but yeah, Edge Wallet has been great. It's been super easy. Uh, when she set up the Edge Wallet, which I suggested to her, she was she commented on how, how simple it was and how easy it was. So check them out. Edge.app is where you can go to learn more or just download it from your Google or Apple app stores. And I was wondering about this um, Afghanistan talks or deal. Apparently, according to a story from two days ago or yesterday, uh, the BBC News, Trump says the Taliban talks are dead. So apparently they're were some talks and 
It didn't work out. He told White, White House reporters Monday, quote, as far as I'm concerned, they are dead, meaning the talks. Over the weekend, Trump canceled secret plans to host a Taliban delegation in the U.S. after the militant group admitted killing a U.S. soldier. Two sides had appeared close to a deal, and the Taliban said the U.S. would, quote, lose the most, unquote, for canceling the talks. The U.S. president has made withdrawing U.S. troops from Afghanistan a key foreign policy aim. But asked about the 14,000 U.S. troops still there, he said, quote, we'd like to get out. 14,000? 14,000. That's right, 14,000. Now, I don't know what that's down from at its its peak, probably quite a bit more. But he says, we'd like to get out, but we'll get out at the right time, unquote. So it doesn't sound like it's going to happen anytime soon at this point. If you want to comment, you can. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. Let's change gears and get into sugar babies. Wait, wait, before we do the sugar babies, just real quick, yeah. two, two things. Uh, I just butchered a, a thing, and I don't want to correct it, but I do want to talk about pronunciation right quick. Sure. And I would like to, you know, on behalf of all the hosts of Free Talk Live, issue the following corrections from recent episodes. Uh, the acronym FAWPA, F-A-W-P-A. Uh, Federal Automation and Worker Protection Agency from right. the robots episode the other night. This is the for, for listeners that are maybe just tuning in. This is where um, it was Bill de Blasio, who's the New York mayor, who's apparently running for president, says he's going to create a whole new government bureaucracy to regulate robots and automation. Meaning so the FAPA? F-A-W. F-A-W-P-A. Oh. P-A. And so it was pronounced FAPA repeatedly, but it should have been pronounced like the significantly embarrassing blunder of mistake that yet another useless government alphabet agency actually is, which is faux pas. Faux pas. Faux pas. Ah. And that's the definition of faux pas is right. a useless blunder, yeah. you know, screw up. Yeah. Right. Faux pas. That's so I'm idea. just going with faux yeah, pas. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So we apologize for that. And then also... <laughs> uh, I, I hear this frequently on Free Talk Live when I'm listening. Uh, popular narcissistic political tyrant, most commonly referred to as AOC, mm. uh, has been mispronounced several times on the show uh, when using the non-acronym version of her name. Sometimes it's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Several hosts uh, have pronounced it that way when, in fact, it should be pronounced Alexandria Oh, crazy ho. Oh, zing. Cortez. All right, that's cute. So on behalf of all the all the hosts, I apologize for these mispronunciations, and we'll do our best to correct those Thank as we Thank you for that, Captain. I appreciate, appreciate it. Uh, so we have talked about sugar babies in the past here in recent months on uh, Free Talk right. Live in the case of uh, Cody Wilson, who mm-hmm. was the founder of Defense Distributed, the man who created the 3D printable gun, the world's first 3D gun. printable gun. Well, the ghost gunner, gunner is the... Right is the uh, milling device uh, right, right. that came after the Liberator, which was the, the 3D Liberator printable. The Liberator was the first one, right. The 3D yeah. printable gun that anybody can print with a 3D printer and put together. So I, I ended up on this article after having a conversation, uh, some coworker conversation, something about uh, relationships and how much money they cost and, you know, when you're doing things for your partner and, and such and such. And by coworker, and, you mean our Friday night co-host, uh, Chris <laughs> Wade, <laughs> or, his, or his partner. Right, most likely. I don't actually remember the conversation because it was a while ago, and then I ended up on this and I'm like, this is actually really interesting. I should save this for prep. Right, I kind of like. I'm like, we should. I, this is this would be good to talk about on the show. Let me set this aside. Let's get right. And into it's it. been like a week and a half or something, and since I've had this, so I don't remember what what the conversation was, but it, it, this is interesting. So, the, where's this the, from? The, uh, it's 
from Sugar Dating 101. Sugar Dating 101. Yeah, okay. like I specifically went and looked for this yeah. information in regards to this conversation that I was having. So uh, the the idea here is, what is a reasonable sugar baby allowance to ask for if you are a sugar baby? Okay. Right? Because obviously, clearly, it's a negotiation. So right. uh, I'm pretty. <laughs> you should give me money. And I think that's, there was something about the conversation about like I think how a lot that more than ten, my man. That scale works, like you know, like what, what you know how how that's decided. No. Yeah. Um, so. The sugar baby allowance is a tricky thing. There are so many different factors that play into it, and sugar allowances. Is there? Hold on. Is there an author on this? Is it a female author, or it is it just like an un, uncited? It does it's not like say. Tyler Durden. Okay. <laughs> but I'm gonna guess that uh, it's a female author, and okay. and I think part of the discussion that I was having at the time was, you know, whether or not this is decided by the sugar baby or is it decided by the sugar daddy well the price and, is always decided by both parties right and well that's our value is determined yeah. sure but our, our friday night uh co-host here chris was basically thought it was mostly the sugar daddy that would be making that decision hmm. and my thought was probably not in the case of a sugar ba- baby sugar daddy relationship that actually it would be the sugar baby making most of that, those decisions and you know um, manipulative sort of way all right well that's a good question let's talk about it coming up here and if you've been in one of these relationships we want to hear from you the toll-free number is 855-450 free like freedom this is free talk Hey, it's Free Talk Live. You're invited to join us here. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. Like freedom, that's 855-450-3733. Joining you in the studio tonight, Ian. And Johnson. And the captain. I want to say thanks to John Ray. He is a, and yes, that is Johnny Ray, who is also our one of our former co-hosts. He's also a Free Talk Live amplifier, contributing uh, five bucks a month to the show that we do helping us get on new radio stations bringing new internet listeners on board hopefully we're going to have a couple new um couple new old stations so a couple stations that used to carry the show then stopped now they're coming back nice um i can't announce them yet because i haven't gotten the agreement they're actually sending it snail mail so <laughs> i don't know when that's gonna get here Who needs but, email i gotta stamp it. <laughs> but it's coming uh so it's it's listeners like johnny ray um, listeners like you that have signed up for the AMP program that help us get on new radio stations. We're on over 200 stations today across an entire week uh, of broadcasting, and we could be on 300. We can do it with your help. Please join the AMP program at amp.freetalklive.com. Johnny's doing five bucks a month. That's what we ask for. You can do more if you like. Uh, I'm not going to say no. Uh, but if you you know do five bucks a month, you get access to some special perks like the AMP chat rooms on our Discord server. There's the AMP only Facebook group for those of you who still hang out on Facebook, uh, and more. There's some other benefits you can go and learn about those over at amp.freetalklive.com. You can sign up with PayPal, credit card, or Bitcoin BTC. It's ampamp.freetalklive.com. And if you can afford a sugar baby, you can definitely afford a $5 a month AMP subscription. I don't know what these girls cost, but I suspect it's in the hundreds what, per month. Yeah, what is the market price for well, a sugar baby? I think we're going to find out yeah. some of that here. Uh, Johnson, the source again on this is sugar? sugardating101.com. Can you really call that dating? <laughs> uh, I mean, somebody's paying, right? I mean, she's, uh, she's putting up with you because of the money, right? Like, I mean, that's different than... Dating, I mean, I, like if you well, agree for her, to go on it might a date, be dating. If she's dating multiple different sugar daddies, 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what if you're what if you're courting potential sugar daddies? Yeah, okay, fair enough. That's like an audition more than uh, anything else. But <laughs> yeah, so, but somebody's still paying for dinner, yeah, right? True. So it goes on here. It says uh, the sugar baby allowance is a tricky thing. There are so many different factors that play into it, and sugar allowances range from the hundreds to per the month. tens of thousands. It's such a weird word for it, allowance. Yeah, right. <laughs> like it's very childish. Yeah. Well, it's also avoiding uh, prostitution laws. Right. And while if you were applying for a job in any other industry, you could simply do a Google search to see how others in your industry are being paid. Industry. You, <laughs> glass ceiling or glassdoor.com for sure. <laughs> you can't exactly do that for a sugar baby allowance. So how do you go about setting your sugar baby allowance? We're going to go over three factors that will help you figure out an appropriate range for you. But before we get to that, what every sugar baby should know about her allowance. For th- first things first, there is a lot of confusion about what allowance actually is. Hmm. Many sh- new sugar babies fall into the trap of trying to determine how much allowance they're worth based on things like their looks, their age, their body size, etc. Mm-hmm. Seriously, don't even go there. A sugar baby's allowance is not about how much you're worth you are priceless. Oh. <laughs> there is no way to set a monetary value on yourself and your qualities, so don't even try. Especially since trying to determine your worth is really besides the point. You see, the sugar baby allowance is very simple. You're not figuring out your worth. You're simply setting a price for the time, attention, effort and contribution that you're willing to make to a sugar daddy's life. The most important thing is finding the sweet spot monetary range that makes both of you happy. Finding the sweet spot. Most important. <laughs> important. Of course, this all varies from sugar daddy to sugar daddy and from sugar baby to sugar baby. Basically, this, the, long, the, the short version of that whole uh, spiel was... Find out how much you can bilk him for before mm-hmm. he starts to balk at the price. Well, of course. <laughs> Let's take a look at a few factors that'll let you find the sugar baby allowance that works for you and your potential mm. sugar daddy. The three factors to deciding your sugar baby allowance. One, how much do you want? <laughs> All of it. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest part of determining your sugar baby allowance is simply what you want. Every sugar baby has different goals and motivations, so it's important to know what you want from the get-go. I want to pay for my college. I want it all, <laughs> like the Queen song. I also think that this, by the way, all of these things that I'm reading here are pretty much relevant to any job interview, so hmm. if you take it into account from that perspective, you know, and you think about a job, like, consider any job that you're possibly interviewing for through this lens. Yeah, jobs this, become more interesting. This sounds like negotiation 101 through the <laughs> lens of like a bimbo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, it says, okay, are you looking for a few hundred dollars of supplemental allowance every month? If so, you might not even need a full-time sugar daddy. You could do very well for yourself just going on dates. What's your price is the best option for this. It has a this link. is a website. Apparently, yes. Okay, uh, I heard about this from Chris Cantwell, actually, <laughs> I think. Oh, actually, uh, it's actually part of Sugar Dating What's 101. It's like a uh, another page. I'm going to open it. Well, there's a, there is a website out there that uh, Cantwell told me about that you bid 
apparently, or you put a price out that you're willing to actually pay for a date. Oh, it was a it was oh. a reference link. That's why it linked to itself. Uh, it is whatsyourprice.com. I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a, a paid dating website. Bid on dates with attractive people. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you know, the free market decides, right? Well, you know, I mean, I don't know what the bids are. I've never really looked at the at the site, so I don't know what's the typical kind of going rate. But if it actually works, so and I don't, if you're paying up front, it's not prostitution, right? It's just a date. You're just right. paying to go on a date. You're just paying to go out to dinner or whatever it is. Right. Uh, the idea is that, well, certainly the idea is that there is prostitution going on on the site. Okay, right, so right. there is that. But then the the purported legal pitch of the site is that, okay, if you're on these other dating websites, you can pay these other sites to upgrade your service, right? Like uh, OkCupid, Tinder, they all have like the paid tier where you get certain perks above the the normal free freebie users. And that costs some money over time, right? And yep. and you may or may not have results out of that. So the idea is if you're willing to pay somebody to go on a date with you, you're at least going to likely get a date with somebody uh, at some point because there's so many people on these websites that are just time wasters. I wonder, I wonder if that's how you like, you know, when you're in a city and you're, you know, you're not looking for prostitution, but, you know, you're in like Vegas or something and, you know, your pickup line is, hey, baby, would you like to earn an allowance? <laughs> well, a lot of these uh, girls on these dating sites will indicate that they are looking for a sugar daddy. So they'll be right there in their profile. Yeah. So it says here, you pretty much set up a profile. It's free for sugar babies and generous members, a.k.a. sugar daddies. The men. We'll send you an offer of how Generous much member. Yeah, of how much. <laughs> <laughs> Look out! You might run into Cantwell. You might. We'll send you an offer of how much they're willing to pay to go on a date with you. You can either name your own price or accept the offer. Voila! You just got paid for a date. Are you looking for an allowance that covers your living expenses? This is what most sugar babies are looking for, and these allowances typically right. range from around a thousand to five thousand dollars per month. Whew. If your living expenses are only $1,000 per month, I mean, that's pretty, you're, you're living frugally. Um, according to Seeking Arrangement, apparently another website, mm -hmm. the average sugar baby receives $3,000 in monthly allowance. Wow. But. Now, what does she do in return for that, I guess, yeah, is and the question. Is she also average looking? I don't know. I would hope not. She, <laughs> For three uh, grand. That's she the gives, average. She gives them some sugar. I mean, that's what I guess. So, uh. But don't just take the usual average and run with it. The important thing is finding an allowance that works for you. A good place to start is to calculate how much you need to live comfortably. Your rent, car payments, cell phone bills, and all your bills and living expenses. Now add that to an estimated cost of extra material comforts you'd like, as well as a range of how much you'd like to save. And you should end up with a price that price range that suits you. A great way to do this is to take your living expenses and then double it. Smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do when I'm negotiating a salary for a job. <laughs> Are you looking for more? You know what we mean by more. We're talking about the holy grail of sugar baby allowances. You know, those $10,000 to $20,000 or more per month allowances we secretly all dream about. In case you're wondering if they exist, yes, they do. But they're seriously difficult to come by, and they will take their sweet time in building up trust with you before they begin to shell out the sugar. 
Why? Wow. Because these few and rare sugar daddies have their pick <laughs> of the barrel. Wow. All right. There's more coming up here. If you've ever been on any of these websites, uh, the bidding site, whatever it was called. Yeah, uh, yeah. Have you like, paid an price? allowance to you know one of these? I'd like <laughs> to hear from somebody that's done this. Yeah. The toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. Uh, you can join us here, 855-450-3733. You can share your thoughts on free talk. What is it costing you in vet bills for that convenience of just pulling open a bag of formulated, extruded, processed cereal bits? That costs a ton of money anyways. How do you feed your dog to derive not only energy, but a good coat, bright eyes, and a great attitude? Come to Dynavite for help. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I found his raw meat diet on Dynavite.com. With just the raw meat and the eggs and the Dynavite and the Super Omega on top of it. Try Super Omega fish oil. Buy two. Get one free. Ground beef, white rice, um, eggs, including the shells, and the Dynavite supplement, and then the Lico Chops. Try Lico Chops. Buy two. Get one free. It just balances out his body and his mind and his spirit. Adding Dynavite to their diet has every single dog in my kennel looking better than they have ever looked. Their skin is so much better now that they're on the raw diet, I don't even give them the kibble anymore. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. We're launching into the second hour of the program. Are you a sugar baby? Or are you a sugar daddy? And if so, can you tell us about your experience and, you know... Well, let's not leave out the sugar mamas. That's the thing, I suppose, maybe to a lesser extent, but uh, certainly that doesn't get as much coverage uh, as the sugar daddy, sugar baby thing. And that's the story that we're, uh, Johnson, that you're sharing with us here tonight uh, from a website that's apparently all about sugar babies. Mm-hmm. What's it called again? Give them credit. Sugar Dating 101. And uh, this is an article advising a would-be sugar baby on how to uh, negotiate properly uh, <laughs> the their allowance. Basically, they're saying so far, I'm just going to try to summarize from what I picked up from what you've said, uh, that like the first point was decide what it is that you need and then double it. So figure out what you know your rent payments, your car payments, all the your know, cell phone, all your minimal kind of stuff that you have in life, and then double that. That way you've got some you know comfortable a comfortable buffer on top of that. Now they haven't talked about yes, it's what a very this- it's a very thoughtful explanation of uh, negotiation 101. Very thoughtful. T-H-O-T, thoughtful. Thoughtful. <laughs> that hoe over there is what that stands for. It's, uh, And I feel like I have to explain the, the word thought because it's, you know, an internet meme, basically. Or, are, the, are, the, are the thought police coming? Yeah. It is an internet meme. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. it's very highly used online, but if you're, you know, 70 years old and you don't what get you? around those circles very often. Ask then, your grandkids. They'll get right. a kick out of it. What's a thought? <laughs> <laughs> or wait till your grandkids ask you. <laughs> so, uh, you, you know, as you pointed out, this is just sort of a general negotiating tactic uh, that they're they're talking yeah. about here, setting your you know your high end of what mm-hmm. you would ideally like to receive, and then of course somebody's the other side is going to probably negotiate down from there. Right, right. But really, the other question, and I, I imagine they're going to get into this, is well, what are you giving up? I mean, what are you giving the sugar daddy in return for this? 
amount of money that essentially is taking complete care of you. If that is indeed right. what you're trying to do, you're not living with the guy if you're getting your rent payment taken care of. So how often we'll are you? We'll see if they even get to that. I'm kind of yeah. curious. So. How often are you going over there? Is it a you know every night kind of thing? Is it two times a week? Yeah. I mean, what are they expected to yeah. do? Yeah, I don't know if it's even going to cover that, but we'll see. It says here, if you're lucky enough to land a sugar daddy who has the uh, the income to fund a huge allowance, they were talking like ten to twenty yeah. grand a month. More power to you, but for most sugar babies, asking the average sugar daddy for an allowance of ten thousand plus is not going to go down well. Um, now, the old uh, joke, if you want to say that, about prostitutes is that you pay them to go home, well, yeah. right? You don't pay the, pay for the sex. You pay them to leave. Yeah, and if you're expecting a, an allowance of 10000 plus, you'd better go down well. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I can understand why somebody would want to seek this particular arrangement. It's just, it doesn't sit well with me personally because it seems so shallow um but then again at least you're admitting on that the front of this that you're you know that you're that shallow and that you know you're not expecting to for someone to pretend like they're interested in you Mm. i guess so it says so if you're an aspiring sugar baby stick to finding a comfortable allowance that covers your living expenses plus some sugar Mm. Uh, <laughs> so the sugar's a, above a giant smiley face again. So, so apparently the definition of the sugar is whatever's above the living expenses. Yes. Okay. Note, it's not a good idea to ask the average sugar daddy for an extravagant allowance, but that doesn't mean that you should be shy about asking for what you want. Well, yeah, because how would you know whether he's average? Right. Uh, you know, if you don't ask for the the sky or shoot for the you know, shoot for the moon, so mm-hmm. to speak, you'll never know if he'll say yes. Right. Like. Right. Yep. So uh, remember that you set your allowance range, and keep in mind that most sugar daddies are shrewd businessmen. They will pay you less if they think they can get away with it. <laughs> One of my sugar daddies actually commented a month. One or- of them, yeah, a month or two into our relationship, how he's never agreed to set an allowance before with any of his sugar babies, huh. and when he'd ask me what I'd wanted, he was sort of testing me. When I looked at him uh, point blank in the eye and stated X comma XXX. Oh, she didn't actually say. <laughs> he found himself agreeing simply because he liked my moxie. Or at least that's what he told her. Uh, okay. <laughs> at least that's what he told her. So figure out how much you want within a reasonable range and don't be shy about it. Uh, and then uh, it goes on here to say, and, and this is in bold, want to skip the whole awkward allowance talk? Oh, and it's uh, it's got a website. It's an advertisement here that uh, is, it's the seeking arrangement they mentioned earlier that apparently mm-hmm. allows you to set it as a profile preference. You can so, say this is what I want. Uh, yeah, on the, on the site. Y- yep. Yeah. So that way you don't have to have that conversation. It's mm. just decided up front, right? So makes it easy on the budget. Yeah. <laughs> so sure. the next just filter out the ones too high. So the next uh, criterion here is how much sugar can he give. Most sugar daddies are wealthy wealthy men, but that doesn't mean they have unlimited resources. Contrary to popular opinion, not every sugar daddy is a millionaire, and even if yours is, it doesn't necessarily mean he has the disposable income and liquidity to give you a huge allowance. He can be a multimillionaire, but if his money is tied up in investments and he's paying his kids college tuitions, he's just not going to have that much left over to spend on you. And then... <laughs> it has a note here. 
another reason we prefer single sugar daddies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wink. When deciding your allowance, you'll also want to think about location, location, location. The simple fact that location plays a huge part a huge part in what you can ask for an allowance. Some towns and small cities simply don't have many sugar daddies who are able to afford larger allowances. So take into consideration where you live. That's a good point. You'll probably be going to get more options in New York City or Boston or wherever. It's exactly what it says. You'll probably be able to negotiate a higher allowance in New York, uh, New York, New York than in Marfa, Texas. Right. But uh, a lower density of sugar daddies can also mean higher allowances. According to a survey by Seeking Arrangement, here are where the highest paid sugar babies live. Uh, (laughs) Wow. So average salary in Miami is $6,166. Per month. Allowance, I should say. New York, $56.92. Los Angeles, $54.48. Las Vegas, $53.06. These are averages. Averages. Okay. Uh, Hartf- I wonder what the median is. Hartford. I'm looking for the low. Hartford. <laughs> I'm cheap. Hartford, Connecticut, 5243. Uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, 5102. Uh, okay. Seattle. So all kind of in the same range. Yeah. Se- well, they're going down pretty dramatically. It's I already see. fallen by $1,000. Seattle is 4,983. Uh, Dallas is 4,721. Boston, 4,721 again. All right. All right. We don't have to go through the whole list. Well, it's the last one is Cleveland, 4620. Um, so, I mean, it, the range there is, and remember, these are the top cities. So the top averages yeah. range from 61, 66 down to So Miami was number one. Yeah. Miami okay. was, yeah. Miami was uh, over $6,000. All I can say is I got to make a whole lot more money. <laughs> Jesus. That's expensive. Well, yeah. All but again, all, it's still not saying what these girls are doing for that. Right. You know, how many times a week are they coming by? Is it on call? Is it, right. you know, scheduled? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. All in all, you want to consider how much your sugar daddy can comfortably give when negotiating your allowance. To get an idea, start by doing some research on how much his occupation earns and whether he has children or other dependents. You'll be in a better position to negotiate afterwards. Sure. <laughs> Three. Here we go. All right. What are the terms of the erasure? Yeah, yeah. All right. Here's the meat, so to speak. <laughs> no pun intended. This one, <laughs> this one's a biggie, especially since the terms differ so much from arrangement to arrangement. We'd like to draw out the terms based on several factors. Yours may vary, but here's an idea of the factors we usually consider when negotiating allowance. Time. How often will you meet? Once a week? Once a month? Thrice a week? Basically, how much time will your sugar relationship take up? The more time, the more allowance. The nature of the time spent together. If he wants you to travel with him or spend full night and weekends together, anything that requires a longer time commitment, the allowance should be larger than if it were for in-town nights out. And there are a couple more things. I feel like there's an app for all of this. Right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, they programmed the, or the website that he was talking about sure. there, who is not advertising with us, by the way. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. You can share your thoughts on sugar babies. and. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up what you want here. Our number is 855-450-FREE. If you are a so-called sugar baby, if you are the recipient of sugar daddy money to perform some kind of service for a man or a woman or whatever, 
Uh, we want to hear about what exactly is the deal because there's a lot of you know not so clear information on this website. The, the website uh, Johnson that you're sharing with us is mm-hmm. all about negotiating tactics for the sugar baby. Right, right. And it's saying obviously negotiate as as high up as you can, and but it's not clear like the average. They gave us average numbers as far as you know what a sugar baby earns in Miami versus Cleveland versus other cities, and it's like four to six thousand dollars a month. But it doesn't say they're also doing X, Y, and Z in return for this. Well, and you know, I mean, I have so many questions. Like, is that? what they're making you know having multiple sugar daddies mm. or good is that question. just is from that like per? is it ah, per relationship right? you know yeah. yeah that's a good thing point that you bring up because the first two criteria that we covered for the the meat of this the nature of the agreement was time right and then the nature mm-hmm. of time spent together right well the, the next criteria is exclusivity Oh. Are you expected to not date other men or sugar daddies during that your arrangement? That will cost more, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for exclusivity, us uh, are, uh, it also warrants a higher allowance. And, you know, this really is a, a, a good lesson in, like, free market economics, too, mm-hmm. right? You know, I mean, I have no problem with, you know, this type of a thing as a service or prostitution, really, sure. for that matter. It's the, oldest, right? <laughs> yeah, it's the oldest profession in the world, so... You know, just having said that, I still have more questions. Well, right no, that's what—that's why this negotiation is awkward, right? Because right. because prostitution is illegal, the girl can't just come in there and say, "Well, I'll sleep with you." Uh, you know, we can have intercourse or whatever right. X amount of times per month. Right. I will give you a you know a BJ after work on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, right? Uh, or I'll come to work or whatever. You know, <laughs> whatever the deal right. is, she can't say what she's going to do in return for the money. So there's like this awkward, I mean, maybe they are saying it in closed close quarters or whatever, right. but they wouldn't necessarily know if they're negotiating with an undercover cop or right. something yeah, like yeah. that. So I don't know. I mean, we don't hear about the police doing stings on these girls. Maybe they do, and we just don't hear about it. Um, typically, when you hear about prostitution busts, you're hearing about the streetwalkers. You're hearing about the lowest level of, or every now and then they'll bust like a, a jack shack, like uh, that that one in Florida where the Patriots uh, guy got got recorded on video. Right, right. The massage having, parlor. Right, the massage parlor. Yeah. But those are rare too, and that that's that Florida story is very unusual because, well, first of all, the the Patriots guy was involved, but secondly, a lot of those places are allowed to exist. Maybe they're paying off the police, or the police are getting free services uh, from for whatever reason, right? They're 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 generally kind of not touched by the cops in a lot of cases, but they go after the easy marks. They go after the streetwalkers. It's well, easy to find them. And and correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I I think I read recently that somewhere uh, a, a city made it illegal for police to uh, have sex with uh, anybody they detain. Yeah. Where like so that means in most places it's legal. No, I think what you're referring to was Hawaii, where it was and maybe still is legal. They were talking about chat. I forget the details. Yeah, I'll look that, it up. We'll talk about it another time. In most places, they're not allowed to do that. It was Hawaii where they could do it. Oh, there was, okay. There's not a lot of places where okay. that's legal. Uh, there was an article in uh, October of 2018 that says police in many states could legally have sex with a person in custody huh. until a New York rape allegation so apparently it was a national law that changed recently um yeah huh okay <laughs> yeah that's i, that, I think that. i think that's what i was thinking of interesting so where are we at in this negotiating uh, okay. process here so the last criteria here is uh do you have to travel to see him 
Uh, sorry, other mm-hmm. expenses. Do you have to travel to see him? Will you be expected to dress up in clothes that you have to shop for? These additional sugar expenses should be covered by the sugar daddy on top of your allowance. And uh, then they have a link to another article written by an author by the name of Caitlin. So there was a female author. Okay. Which was, got your allowance range but still feel weird asking for it? Learn how to get really, really comfortable asking for what you want. And that's a whole separate article that they have uh, on this site, which is, you know, all about this, collections this advice, you know, <laughs> <laughs> who's the collection agent on that right, one. Right. Was that it, it? That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Ladies, uh, gentlemen, if you're out there, want to hear from you, the toll free number is 855-450-FREE. Although I imagine this is a topic that a lot of people don't want to admit, uh, to participating in. <laughs> I, I mean, we're not, you know, selling your phone number or anything so no, call and you don't have to use your real name that's that's definitely true maybe um, you're not a sugar baby you're just uh you know a woman who asks for money from their man every so often yeah i, I still <laughs> find myself wondering what is common you know what is the t- you know what is a typical arrangement is it a few times a week um you know for ten thousand dollars a month or even five thousand dollars a month, I would expect that you're going to see somebody more than a few, you know, at least a few times a mm. week, right? Is there like a standard lease agreement you can download from, you know, public website? <laughs> a, a sugar baby lease <laughs> an agreement. Well, you would hope there would be some sort of written agreement, right? Like because otherwise, you know, if you don't have if you don't have things written down, people forget. Well, I mean, and I would think too that you know, uh, enforcing that agreement in some way, shape, or form. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, like any other any other thing, right? Any other agreement you have, how do you enforce it? Right? Well, she wouldn't. You, I'm just laughing because you're calling it like a sugar baby lease. I mean, what? You can't get your sugar baby in a lodial title? I mean, <laughs> hey, you know, it's a lease option purchase. You know, uh, the owner wouldn't finance. So well, you wouldn't be able to put in there what you like. If the sugar baby was going to show up three times a week, she wouldn't be able to write down what services she was going to perform because that would be prostitution. Right. Right. But she could say, I will come over for X amount of time every single night she could say she's going to cook you dinner right you know she could she could outline legal services or something like that but uh you know any sexual things would have to be off uh the official agreement i mean obviously the you know the way to you know is just stop paying right you know like, right well so, presumably yeah. you would be entering into a month-to-month agreement and right. not have you know not pay a year in advance because right. that would probably encourage some bad behavior on the part of the uh, the sugar baby <laughs> i suspect you, know, you pay her the whole year in advance and she disappears after six right. months <laughs> she's got another sugar daddy <laughs> So there you go. That's uh, that's the story. If you want to weigh in, you can, and you can share your thoughts with us. Or maybe you've done this online, uh, What's Your Price, which apparently is a sugar <laughs> baby-esque uh, website where you can bid on uh, you know what you're willing to pay for a date. According to the front page on the site, now they actually don't let you browse the site unless you sign up for it. Uh, but according to the front page, they claim the average first date incentive is 125 bucks. So that's what you can make in addition to the cost of whatever the food is, right? So, you know, if you're going out on a you know, restaurant. Oh, that's date, the profit, right? Yeah. That's what the girl, or maybe it's the guys too, I don't know. Uh, but that's what she would take home for her time. Huh. Now, whether that, you know, I don't think that guarantees you anything. That doesn't mean that you're going to take them home and sleep with them or anything like that. That's just, you're going out to dinner. 125 bucks. Boom. Done. Now, if she wants to do more after that, maybe that's up to her. You know, that uh, I don't know. And and they claim here at the bottom of the site that it is not for escorts. So they say it is strictly an online dating website. Escorts are not welcome. Now, I don't know why that escorts wouldn't be welcome. What's really the difference here? 
Yeah, it's hard to tell. Escort services are legal, so right. why would they want to shut them out from this site? Is the purported idea that this is actually supposed to lead to a relationship? <laughs> 855 free. And what's the difference between a sugar baby and an escort exactly? Is it, you know, can't you have an escort escort you to your bedroom? You know, escort you in your home rather than going out to some place? Perhaps you and your sugar baby could hire an escort. Free talk live. More coming up. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Super Mega Fish Oil. Get the third bottle free. Packed with omega-3, DHA, and EPA fatty acids. Super Mega is great for your dog's immune system, healthy skin, and soft, shiny fur. Dogs love it. Try Super Omega Fish Oil. Buy two. Get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. It's Free Talk Live, and you can join us here. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. With you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Johnson. And the captain. Johnson, you started a topic here (laughs) that we're going to keep going because, you know what, there's a lot of news coverage about sugar daddies and sugar babies. Uh, Just a quick Google search the headlines, uh, Temple, UPenn, among colleges with the most sugar babies. Apparently somebody did a study on which colleges have the most girls mm. willing to be sugar babies. The uh, well, At least they're learning something. Over 800 sugar daddies in Houston, according to a report. One woman says, I'm 24 and have made 3,000 British pounds in lavish gifts from sugar daddies as old as 55 I've never even met. So apparently you can just get men to give you a bunch of money without even having to go over to their house. That's the the hot girl syndrome. And and of course there's also we should really? bring up that actually is interesting because you know what that makes me think that you know with uh, some knowledge of Photoshop and the ability to uh, make pictures. Yeah, you could you could be your own <laughs> One sugar, could be baby. A sugar baby. Yeah. Uh, now, by by the way, uh, this also brings up the topic of the sort of related issue. Of the financial dominatrix. Have you heard about these people? No. Uh-uh. Okay. So <laughs> I learned about this one, I think, probably within the, like, the last year or so. The idea, and I, I don't know where the lines are drawn exactly. It's more of like a, uh, I guess it's more of a relationship where the man wants to be dominated, right? So instead of this sort of what is being described here as a mutually beneficial relationship or a business agreement, in the financial dominatrix realm, the woman... And I don't know how they get their customers, but somehow they acquire a man who's like the the kind of man who wants to be, you know, like an industry captain who sure. also wants to be dominated. You know, like if, if you talk one one time we had an actual dominatrix on the air with us yeah. years ago and she talked about her life and how, you know, her business worked and Certainly all that. Certainly the fetish exists. I mean, it was I, really I, know, interesting. I know girls who are, you know, either current or former dominatrix. Right. So those guys, um, that kind of mentality they will hire a woman basically and give them all of their of their money give them their credit cards give them access to their bank accounts and the woman will decide how much money the man gets the woman will take <laughs> money from him at will basically <laughs> like, wow. and so like it's an even more uh, one-sided relationship in that particular case yeah. so you know wh- when does the line start to get drawn between financial dominatrix and sugar baby 
There is a story here um, about being a sugar baby written by a woman who decided, and she's a freelance writer, so it'll be a, you know, a pretty well-written piece, uh, from Business Insider. And it says here, editor's note, the author is a freelance writer in her early 30s whose identity has been verified by Business Insider. While some people consider sugar relationships a form of sex work, it's a label rejected by sugar dating sites and some members themselves. Regardless, prostitution is a dangerous and illegal activity. Well, it's only dangerous because it's illegal. Let's just make it clear. It's not no. It's nowhere near as dangerous if it's actually legal and then the prostitutes can be tested for STDs regularly and there's safety and there's, you know, men bodyguards in the brothels and things like that. Oh, and that creates more value, of course. It's a label rejected, uh, she says, or the editor says, regardless, uh, the story is part of a series on the financial side of relationships and you can read other entries. Six months ago, writes the sugar baby authoress, she says, I decided to become a sugar baby. My reasoning was simple. I'd grown frustrated with dating men in my city. Maybe I'd just had one too many Tinder dates end in mediocre conversation. My day job offers me control over my schedule. Since I don't work a traditional nine to five, I wanted to supplement my income and have some fun doing it. So I decided to try finding a sugar daddy. I wonder what her day job is. Well, it says here she's a freelance writer. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, for the uninitiated, sugaring, and maybe she has another job beyond writing, but uh, sugaring is a form of dating in which one fa- partner financially supports the other, often in the form of cash or gifts. <laughs> As a woman in a major city with an appreciation for societal deviance, I figured the lifestyle might suit me well. Whether it was exhaustion of millennial swiping or maybe the thrill of experiencing life outside of my usual means, I found myself creating a profile on the primary website for Sugaring Connections, which is called Seeking Arrangement. Uh, their website is seeking.com. <laughs> so they mentioned the same website. I thought the other one was, uh, what's my date? Or no, There's, what's your what's price? What's my price and Seeking Arrangement? They yeah, mentioned Those both. are the two yeah, yeah. ones. Okay. Uh, she says, so she created the profile. In the half of a year since then, I've met some interesting people. Not to mention I've received thousands of dollars in cash, trips across the country, access to five-star hotels and restaurants, and expensive gifts like shoes and clothing I never could have ordinarily afforded. She says, uh, read on for what it's like to really be a sugar baby. As with regular dating, if you dive into the sugaring lifestyle without an idea of what you want, you're likely to be disappointed. Do you want a cash allowance? And do you have set amounts in mind? Is it certain bills you want covered? Do you want gifts, shopping, and travel? Having a clear idea of what kind of sugar or exchange you want for the relationship is key. How about the actual dating part? Do you like dating older men? Because sugar daddies tend to be older than the women they date. (laughs) How much time? Right, because how many 20-year-old millionaires are there? Uh, unless you're like a rap superstar or something or, like that, or, you probably or, aren't. The, the the female is living in the uh, Silicon Valley area. Or an early Bitcoin, right? <laughs> because uh, sugar daddies, she says, are, tend to be older. How much time do you want to spend with your sugar daddy? And does your current lifestyle... <laughs> Will give you, you accept crypto? <laughs> ...gives you the freedom to do so? I bet you plenty of them would be willing yeah, to. Yeah, I'm sure they would. She says, uh, in the six months since I became a sugar baby, I've started relationships with men who pay me $500 per date and have purchased me shoes and outfits from designers I could never afford on my own. I mean, I've blown like, you know, 500 bucks on like some awesome concert tickets mm-hmm. and, you know, a hotel. For, and that for kind of, a date? Yeah, for, you know, mm-hmm. you know, or somebody you're in a relationship with. So, I mean... But you would only do that once in a while, right? right? Like that's, that's like, the anniversary yeah, that's uh, like, date or something. You know, yeah, I'm, or it's you know something that you both have in common, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of a thing. So, 
in that respect, I guess 500 bucks isn't that much. But yeah, but like, this is every time. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah. Every date, $500. Mm-hmm. And and she's not saying here what she does on the date for $500. Are they just going That's to a true. restaurant? Right, yeah. Is it just, you know, yeah, wine and dine, GTFO? She says, I've purchased my shoes, and or, no, she's, or rather, he has purchased me shoes and outfits from designers I could never afford on my own. I dined at restaurants where the bill was $400, and we'd still leave hungry. I spent... God, that's a You better insulting. hope that it's uh, Wine and Dine and GTFI in that case. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. I spent weekends tucked away in five-star hotels, lazily ordering room service with cringeworthy markups. While I enjoy expensive dinners and staying in fancy hotels, ultimately I was searching for a friendly relationship that provides a cash allowance. Some men don't wish to provide an allowance, and I avoid meeting them and dating those men, often called experience daddies. Hmm. If you're considering sugar dating solely for the money, it will be much more stressful since it'll become a second job. Sugar dating amplifies the faults of regular or vanilla dating. You may receive messages from go on first dates with and be ghosted by far more men than in vanilla dating. And it's a bad idea to depend on sugar as a primary source of income because there's never really any guarantee of stability. Yeah, if you're yeah, I could totally see that cuz uh yeah, if you you know, if you're paying for it, right? And you show up and she's not up to your standards, you know, and you you expected you, you know, this is going to be somebody you're going to pay, you're going to be like later. Well, presumably you'd pay for that not, one date. You're not going to see it like a date, you know, as much like a normal dating situation. So you're not you're not going to be able, willing to be polite if it's yeah. a. You're not going to be like, gosh, I hope service. she has a good and, personality. You know, because it's like a business arrangement. So if it's like a service and you're like, this you're fired. Is, yeah, goodbye. Yeah. Well, presumably they would still be obligated to pay for that first date. Yeah, maybe in that case. Uh, and of course, when does the payment happen? Does it happen up front? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Or is it half or up after. front and then yeah. half yeah. in the, like, you know. You know, if you show up and see something at the table that you're not uh, expecting, you might walk That's right why you get ghosted, right? That's yeah. what she was talking right. about. Well, you yeah, might yeah. Get, yeah, you might get ghosted without getting payment at that right. point. Right, 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 right. Uh, and by the way, if you want to jump in, you can hear the toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. We're going to continue with more of this woman who uh, is a financial, or not financial writer, but she's a freelance writer. Uh, she decided she wanted to make some more money. So she has turned herself into a sugar baby and has been at it for uh, six months as of the time she wrote the piece. You can share your experience here if you've got some. 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. We also have the Discord on-air call-in line rooms. Your opinions about this are certainly welcome because uh, I don't think any of the three of us have any experience with it. It's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want here. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. But because nobody wants to admit to being a sugar baby, or at least they're not willing to call in and uh, tell us about it, we got to go with uh, Business Insider, which has an interesting piece written by a woman who has decided she's gotten her uh, feet wet into this business. Uh, She's a professional writer, a freelancer, and she wrote a piece about what it's been like for the first six months of her being a sugar baby. Uh, there's you know different websites out there where these people can meet. And uh, by the way, in the studio tonight, it's Ian Johnson and the captain. And uh, I want you to know about local.bitcoin.com. That's where you can go to buy and or sell Bitcoin Cash. You can use dozens of payment methods in order to do this. There's no identification requirements to sign up for the site. And you can uh, your your communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted, so you finally have a global trading platform that respects your privacy. 
Go to local.bitcoin.com and you can get started trading Bitcoin Cash. That's local.bitcoin.com. And uh, I've got a, an account on local.bitcoin.com. It's a, a really good site. It's just getting started, though. I mean, it doesn't have the volume of some of the sites that have been around for five years or whatever. So uh, if you want to get the ball rolling over there and, and get in early, get in on the ground floor, start building your seller's profile up if you want to sell. But remember, if you're going to sell, you've got more risk than buyers do. So you got to keep in mind what methods of payment you're going to accept. Some of them are much higher risk than others. So it does do deserve a little due diligence so buyer beware or in this case seller beware as well over at local.bitcoin.com all right so we're back to the story here about this sugar baby who is explaining what it's like she says that if you're considering sugar dating solely for the money it'll be more stressful since it'll become a second job she claims that if you're uh, amplified or if you're a sugar dating person you're amplifying the faults of regular or vanilla dating, you might get ghosted by more men. As you pointed out, if you walk into a restaurant, the girl isn't what you are expecting as the sugar, the would-be sugar daddy. Mm-hmm. You can just walk away, and then she's left sitting there, wasted her time on that one. Uh, she says it's a bad idea to depend on sugar as a primary source of income because there's never really any guarantee of stability. Um, and she says, additionally, financial desperation makes you vulnerable to malicious men who have no intentions to provide sugar, or it might influence you to date men who you otherwise wouldn't consider having a relationship with. Now, that's an interesting point here, because I would figure that most of these women wouldn't consider having a relationship with the guys that they're having these dates with. Because yeah, I, I, I thought that was the whole point of the sugar baby relationship, is you don't have a real relationship you have a business relationship. Right, yeah. You, you know, and, and again, maybe this is like a cynical view of things. Maybe society is going more in this direction of, of admitting that in some cases relationships are just a business agreement. That, uh, that there, there's more of this going on now than there ever was. Or maybe it's just more visible now um, than it ever is was. It written, this is written from a, a female perspective, right? Or the article writing? is. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's just like she's just on the uh, – Trying to say, like, you know, make sure there's something you like about the guy, you know, kind of. Well, that certainly would make it more pleasant. Yeah. Right. I mean, you want to work, if you're working in a place, you want to work with people that you appreciate and that are nice. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, if you got a business arrangement with a hideous chud, you know, I don't don't know. (laughs) Is that going to go well, really? Uh, You know. Right. So, I mean, yeah. In any workplace, you want to work with good people over mean or nasty or vindictive uh, people. So I, I get that point. And, uh, well, let's go on with what she has to say. She says it's common practice to adopt a sugar identity separate from your real life identity. Oh, my God. Is this surprising? Uh, that, I, yeah, it's a little surprising, actually. Well, I mean, you're dealing with dudes online. You don't know yeah. who you're going to, you know, yeah. encounter. Yeah, but I wonder how far that go- that sugar identity goes. I mean, is that is I mean, it might be. She doesn't tell him her real name. Yeah, exactly. It right. might be extended yeah. for the life of that the relationship. The whole relationship. Yeah. That's what she says here. She says, my online profile uses a generic name, and I do not disclose my real identity even after I meet my sugar daddy in person in some cases. I'm glad I do that since every sugar... I leave my driver's license at home so that he can't snoop through my purse and find out my real identity. I bet that's true. Yeah. Uh, She says, every sugar daddy I've met has similarly guarded his identity. I suggest creating an alt... Which seems like it would be pretty difficult. Like, if she's coming to your house... Uh, if, if they're wealthy, 
then presumably they own the home. Uh, I mean, it, right. And Emmett Smith. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't <laughs> be hard to figure out who owns the house, unless it's under a trust or something. One man I met, we met at some sort of factory that had a bunch of 3D printers in it. I don't understand those. <laughs> oh, no, that was the, the, the horny Wilson. guy with a bunch of money who couldn't spell, ended up spending the night at a warehouse. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I suggest creating an alter ego, she says, for anyone trying any sort of internet fringe dating, especially sugaring. Along the same line, she says, I signed up for a few anonymous messaging apps as well as a fake phone number. Popular messaging apps for, quote, moving the conversation off the website, unquote, include WhatsApp, Kick, Snapchat, WeChat, and Signal, but a phone number is often the preferred method. I suggest getting a Google voice number attached to an anonymous email account. She says, further, getting started with the dating profiles of sugar babies? Pretty simple. I described my personality, wrote a few charming epithets that I thought might be appealing to the kind of man I'd like to spend time with. The key thing is honesty, both in yourself, well, except for the fact that she's not telling <laughs> him who just, she yeah. is. The key thing is honesty, except for everything else. Right. Both in your self-descriptions and your pictures. While face-altering <laughs> filters exist and can help mask your identity, apparently it's a turnoff for men. She says, and I've had men straight up message me, quote, thank goodness you don't have a dog filter picture, unquote. <laughs> and I got to say, that's one of the most annoying things on the, the dating apps. Yeah. It's like, come on. It, what is with these filters? Right. They're all over the place. And it's like, you got filters on? It's like, nope, not even interested. It's just a lack of self-confidence. Yeah. Don't want to see it. She says, I think the most common misconception about becoming a sugar baby is that sugar daddies are looking to date only 18-year-old blonde models. This is largely untrue. Being traditionally attractive certainly helps, but a sugar baby can look like any woman of just about any age. I don't buy that. Mm. I, I mean, 18-year-old blonde models, 19-year-old blonde models. What's the difference? Right? <laughs> I'm now, gonna guess there's a Pareto distribution there. And now uh, is that where Pet Peters off is? 95 percent, you know, to the five percent. Yeah, he said that, Peters that, off. Right. That curve is, you know, or Peters in. That, that curve. <laughs> that curve is sort of a logarithmic curve from the right. 18-year-old, 19-year-old blonde starting point down yeah. to the other end of that spectrum. I don't think that there's a very many sugar. Uh, Babies that are in their 50s or 60s. I'm just going to go out on, on a limb there and say that. <laughs> I've uh, been getting sugar, sugar mamas, though. Sugar mamas. Well, now, this know. is another story, and you've got a sugar mama I don't know. related Maybe story. Maybe she's 60, and he's 107, and he's really been taking a lot of blue pills. It could happen. <laughs> she says, This is, uh, she says, I don't get discouraged, and I try to attract only men who I think will find me attractive. Being deceptive with appearances will only hurt you later. The secrecy of the sugaring lifestyle means I have to be careful about the pictures I use on my dating profiles. Many sugar daddies will run a reverse image search of sugar babies' profile pictures in an attempt to avoid scammers. So again, we were talking about men signing up and being fake sugar babies and just trying to make money. This is how they would do it. Let's be honest here. We were talking about having an army of people behind keyboards putting up fake profiles in order to generate money from the virtual-only sugar daddies. Right? Honesty is the most important thing, right? That's right. We okay. were talking right, about that. that. Yeah, I think we were talking about that off the air. <laughs> oh, oops, my bad. Uh, but in that case, what you could do... revealed our secret plan. If you were serious about doing something like that, is you would hire a girl to take photos of, right? Because mm -hmm. then you'd have original photos. What right. you don't yeah. want is Unfiltered, photos right. that can be found somewhere else on the internet. So make... 
you know, hire some young lady who wants to make a couple hundred bucks or whatever to take some photos, go to the park, go some other, you know, wherever mm-hmm. else. Yep. They like being on boats. Turn your you know, garage into a whatever. photo like studio. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, and then put those on your profile. Anyway, going on. She says, to protect my identity, I make sure not to use photos that exist anywhere on my social media accounts. I have a strict no-cross-contamination rule when it comes to photos. Also, I make sure I know which photos are viewable to the public and which are available by request only. I'll often check back and remove viewing privileges from certain men in the conversation or if the conversation didn't lead any further. After dipping my toes in the sugaring community, I began to adopt the language used by sugar babies and sugar daddies in the online world. Now, this is, I don't know what that is, so maybe she's going to get into it here. Uh, Sugar babies and sugar daddies are often referred to as SBs and SDs, partly for brevity's sake and partly because some people are weirded out by saying baby and daddy. There's the meet and greet, or M and G, M ampersand G, the sugaring community's term for a first date. Usually money doesn't change hands here, though it's not unusual for the sugar baby to receive a small gift. Some of the things, and that's interesting, I would not have uh, predicted that at the initial date, there wouldn't be necessarily money spent. Ah, good to meet you. I brought you some beef jerky. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the things I've received on my first dates included stuffed animals, books, and $300 in cash. But no beef jerky. (laughs) Some relationships are PPM, or pay per meet, in those arrangements. (laughs) The sugar daddy gives the sugar baby a specified amount per date. M-E-E-T? That's correct. <laughs> okay. In that checking. case. In another type of relationship, sugar daddies give an allowance on a set schedule, which is what we were talking about earlier with a monthly payment, like monthly or biweekly, either in cash or through a payment app like Venmo. Hey, now, Venmo's not supposed to be used for uh, business relationships. <laughs> 855-450-FREE. 855-450-3733. Hour three's next. Hey, everyone. This is Charlie Shrem. You've seen me on the Netflix documentary, Banking on Bitcoin, and the new best-selling book, Bitcoin Billionaires. I want to invite you to join me on my new show, Untold Stories, for a deep dive into crypto history with the people who made that history. Together, we'll explore the personalities and events that gave rise to Bitcoin and the crypto revolution, the innovation, the collaboration, the battles, and the busts. You'll have a front row seat to the early days of crypto up to today, and you'll hear from the folks who lived through it and survived to drive this movement mainstream. Untold Stories looks back to reveal what inspired some of the greatest minds on Earth to come together to create this technology and change the future for everyone. So join me and my guests, the techies and the traders, the entrepreneurs and the innovators, as we explore our past and understand what that means for the future. Listen now on untoldstories.com. That's untoldstories.com. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. Looking into the world of the sugar baby and sugar, sugar daddy and maybe even sugar mamas coming up here. Captain Kickass uh, has a story about being a sugar mama. Being uh, a sugar not mama. Not that you're a sugar mama. <laughs> That's right. I have a story but, about uh, being a sugar mama. Um, by the way, Ian Johnson too. and Captain Kickass here. Uh, the toll-free number, if you want to join us, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. There's a pretty detailed piece uh, over a Business Insider. But, Johnson, you started this with a story last hour about uh, negotiating tactics, mm-hmm. uh, being the sugar baby, which is usually an attractive younger female who doesn't really want to work, 
So she uses her uh, her good looks. Maybe she's got a good mm-hmm. personality. Maybe not. I suppose that doesn't really matter that much to some of these sugar daddies. Or maybe she is industrious just in this sort of a way. Yeah, um, I guess you could say that. It just to me, it seems like a way to avoid doing something that's truly productive uh, in life. But right. you know, it sounds hey, like there may be some like project management skills involved. You know, hey, he might be producing something. If you got it, use it. I mean, reproducing. I, I, I mean, I can't knock it. If they're making a bunch of money giving services to guys, then good for them. Uh, but uh, let's go on also, here. Also, what happens in that in that uh, sugar baby arrangement? Well, I guess that would be yeah. Like, Wait, what's the question? Uh, well, I'm, I'm thinking like, okay, sugar baby arrangement, and uh, she gets pregnant. Ooh, that is a good question. I, I imagine the contract should cover something. Like and you that. can't call that a sugar baby. What do you call that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is that? That's exactly. Sugar offspring. What is those? What are those candies? Those are sugar daddies. There are sugar daddies and sugar babies, actually. Those are both. Candies, yeah. uh, I believe they're There's the same no manufacturer. sugar mama candy. I'm inventing a new candy. There you go. I'm what would it be? the sugar mama. Tootsie Roll. <laughs> hmm. Well, the sugar babies are relatively small, like uh, eggs. Right, yeah. So I'm thinking for sugar mama, there should be two of them. Two eggs? and and No, two of them. Oh, you know, I got gotcha. you. And then, like, they should be filled with some sort of milk. Milk on the inside. On the, you know, some sort of filling. <laughs> you may be onto something there. Uh, so if you want to comment, you can. You can join the uh, the discussion here. We're talking about what the initial meeting is apparently like. According to this uh, freelance writer over at businessinsider.com, in a lot of cases, the very first, what they call meet and greet, actually doesn't include a payment. It may include a gift of some sort. She says some relationships are pay-per-meet where the uh, sugar daddy gives the payment on a per-date basis, whereas others, they give an allowance on a set schedule, so every two weeks or every month. And she says many relationships start out as pay-per-meet since it's less risky for the sugar daddy than setting up an allowance right away. Right, because how would you know if this girl is going to ever show up again somewhere? Right, You would want to create right. some sort of a trust or a relationship yeah. in order to do that. Uh, she says sugar daddies, or excuse me, experience daddies, are the ones who don't pay sugar babies in money, just gifts like fine dining, hotel stays, and glamorous vacations. A, quote, Splenda Daddy is a sugar daddy with a cheaper budget. And a salt daddy is just a jerk, especially if they're faking generosity just to get into your pants. Nice. And though those, the terms- are, those are what we call winners. So, like, the, the Splenda Daddy gives, like, the cubic zirconia jewelry. I guess, right? yeah. Uh, <laughs> the salt daddy. If the salt daddy wins that arrangement and uh, and manages to get in the pants and uh, doesn't pay for anything, well, then that's that's yeah. that's, that's an assault daddy. Uh, no. <laughs> that's a little different. No, yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Sorry. <laughs> salt daddy, not assault daddy. That's a uh, that's ban a ban song. assault daddies. <laughs> ban them all. <laughs> Although the term's a bit crass, she says sugar babies have to be wary of what the community calls a pump and dump. The common occurrence <laughs> of a false sugar daddy not providing any allowance or PPM, paper meat, getting intimate with a sugar baby and ghosting. To avoid falling victim to one of these, you should never initiate any intimacy with a sugar daddy unless you've already received your sugar. Now, yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, it's very weird because, you know, we were talking about that situation where she gets pregnant, right? And if they were mm-hmm. both using fake identities, right? What do you do? Ghosts. I mean, what, like, what happens then? Yikes. Orphan. 
Well, I mean, it's obviously the responsibility of the sugar baby to take whatever measures are necessary to prevent that from happening. Uh, I mean, no birth control method is 100 percent effective except for, you know, tying off her her tubes, basically. Mm -hmm. And I imagine there's some, you know, errors in that process that can it most states they won't do that for someone of that a young age. age. Yeah, yeah that's age. that's true. Um, IUDs are fairly effective from yeah. from what I understand, but obviously the ladies know what their their best bets are. IEDs also. ICBs. <laughs> What's an ICB? Intercontinental ballistic missile. <laughs> Is that what you were saying? It's, it's actually uh, the ghetto version of a, an uh, Irish car bomb. Is that a drink? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Gotcha. ICB, Irish car yeah, bomb. Okay. Yeah. I was saying IED, the improvised IED explosive is, device. Right, right. So the IED is the uh, the version of the Irish car bomb that you make not with Guinness, with some other beer, and not with uh, Jameson, some other whiskey. Right, right. right? And not with uh, Bailey's ice cream, some other you know, gotcha. Irish cream. That's the improvised explosive device, right? Right. <laughs> she says, to get what I was looking for out of a sugar relationship, I had to become comfortable bringing it up with men. There are plenty of men on the site trying to get laid for free, so I learned to not assume they'd provide any financial compensation on their own. I would bring up the subject before the meet and greet. When I first began meeting men off the site, I was pretty timid about even mentioning an allowance and regrettably realized they had no intention of sugaring me. Some people would say on their profiles that they, quote, don't want anything transactional, unquote, usually meaning they don't want to pay for sex or dating. In fact, the word transactional in a profile is pretty much a red flag that sugar babies should avoid at all costs. She says there are there are no age limits for sugar babies and sugar daddies. It's common for a sugar daddy to be significantly older than the sugar baby. And in many cases, he's married. Having an extramarital sugar baby requires some level of discretion. Being recognized in public could cause either of you personal or professional distress, not to mention it could lower your sugaring prospects. Personally, I didn't have a problem dating sugar daddies who were married. After all, they were the ones who contacted me, and if they're willing to go through the effort of messaging me and agreeing on an arrangement, they'd be willing to do it for someone else. So she's totally willing to be a homewrecker for you know the right amount of money. It's important, she says, to be on the same page about how much of a time commitment you want in your sugaring relationship. Some sugar daddies want to meet several times a week, while others prefer once a month. I find myself liking the attention of men who enjoy hearing from me throughout the week, but I don't need my but don't need my attention all day every day. I certainly can enjoy the company of an older man and don't have qualms about seeing in pub, being seen in public with a sugar daddy. It's a decision every person needs to make for themselves. And uh, so she says there are scams that the sugar daddies try to run that you need to be aware of. Into, on top of uh, setting up a Google voice number, there are several other safety precautions I had to take as I got deeper into the sugaring lifestyle. For one, it's always good to let people know where you are when you're meeting strangers from the Internet. I tell all my dates that I have a friend. Because, yeah, I mean, eventually you're going to go home with the guy. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, I tell all my dates that I have a friend I need to check in with on first dates. I haven't seen Jen since last Tuesday. And <laughs> I have never had a negative response to this. Everyone agrees, safety first. I was also very careful when accepting Uber rides or Venmo transactions early in our relationships. Giving away your address or regular Venmo handle is giving away free information. In an age where our phone apps hold so much personal info, being in control of the flow of your personal information is vital. When I made my profile first profile, I got an initial flood of messages from men. Quote, how did they even find me, I wondered. The answer is that scammers prey on new accounts. 
I learned to hold the excitement for a bit, and I got comfortable recognizing and weeding out the scammy copy-paste introductions. Additionally, I quickly realized that anyone who asks you for your bank information (laughs) to send you money before you've met is a scammer. A common scam involves sending them a check or money gram in excess of your allowance and asking you to purchase a gift card with the excess. Yeah, yeah, that's the old uh, email scam too, right? Where they send you a check that's more, you know, and then you send them the difference or whatever, and And then then it it bounces. bounces and yeah. This scam works on naive sugar babies who think they've received a large gift when in reality they've cashed in on money they, their bank will eventually find is fake while the scammer walks away with a free gift card. Even after the meeting, there are plenty of better methods to send you your allowance. No one needs your personal information to wire your bank as if it's in the 1990s. And the eternal truth stands, cash is king. She doesn't mention I mean, crypto. I was going to say, like, isn't crypto just the perfect solution yeah, for it's this a particular no-brainer. industry? And I'm constantly surprised. Monero, we, especially, right? We, yeah, we know that uh, the porn industry is what made the internet go. Yes, absolutely. It was when the porn industry adopted, you know, all of the things that the advertisement model and all that, that that's what made the internet go. We got more coming up. Hold that thought. Yeah. We'll continue. 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. You can join us here on Free Talk This is Free Talk Live. You may dial toll-free here. Our number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. The lady writing this story, a business insider, a professional freelance writer, says she was tired of dating guys in the city. It just wasn't working out for her. Uh, It's been a big disappointment overall, so why not just become a sugar baby and get paid uh, to go out on dates with guys and then only go out on the ones, you know, find find a good group of them that are willing to keep giving you money over time and you don't even have to meet new ones, I guess, uh, in that case. So we're talking about kind of what she describes as the lifestyle of being a sugar baby. Well, and we were talking about, uh, or you were reading about, like, tips on, like, you know, uh, conceal your identity and, you know, avoid giving away your real Venmo handle and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I think we were, uh, the point I was trying to make uh, before we went to uh, break was, you know, this seems, crypto seems like a perfect solution for this. And then, you know, I was relating it to how the internet sort of, or porn, right? The the adult entertainment industry made the internet go, and I think cryptocurrency has a real potential to have that same effect, right? Like once the we'll call it the broader adult entertainment industry, which I think that this story, then everything we've been talking about tonight with the sugar mamas, babies, and daddies, mm-hmm. you know, uh, all applies. And I think cryptocurrency is a perfect solution for that, right? Uh, you're talking about Monero, right? With the, the secret uh, the, currency, the, yeah. uh, the anonymous, mm-hmm. uh, you know, transactions. Or even like regular cryptos that are pseudonymous. And then, according to the government, you're not paying anything. You're only, transa- you're only trading property. Right, yeah. So it depends just, on which government you're talking about. <laughs> right, but it's just gift giving, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, that's the sugar. Here, have some Bitcoin, right? Well, yeah, and, yeah. and all of this stuff is off the books. I mean, this isn't a real paid business relationship it's i mean as far as you're not 1099ing these these right. people it's yeah. uh and, and and we don't hear about sting operations going on in this particular area we did i mean cody wilson got busted but that's because he had sex with somebody who was under the legal age of consent right. in texas well and he also you know created what he created so i mean i think there's a well, you think yeah, they the were after him. big target on somebody yeah. like that you know they can look for something and yeah. they found it 
Al now, Capone when, tax evasion? Like, I mean, come on. Yeah. Right. And whether they set him up or not is a whole other question. I don't think they did. I think he I think it was that he went and he met with this girl and then she Well, she lied, if I remember the story. She lied about her age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. as far as he knew, it was legit, but Right. And uh, and it wasn't, you know, until she ended up going to her therapist, she then told her therapist about it, and sh- the therapist reported it to right. the cops. This actually adds a whole new element to the Cody Wilson story here. What do you mean? Well, we just learned tonight that they all keep their identities secret, so you're not looking at a girl's driver's license. No, definitely not. Yeah, good point. And you would- So you couldn't have checked her. Kind of need to, right? If you want to be safe about things, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So I mean, plenty of young ladies look work? old enough. Well, so to protect yourself as a dude, you're going to have to go for the older ladies. I guess. Which is not common with no. the sugar babies. Yeah, I mean, exactly. go look at the, uh, if you look at Tinder- Almost everybody that says, I want to be a sugar baby is probably under the age of 20 or 22 at at most. Yeah. So this brings a whole new element to the Cody Wilson story, if you think about it. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what what happens? No, I'm not showing you my identification. Uh, I assume he did not transact in cryptocurrency. No, it was cash, I think. $500 cash after an an evening of uh, sexual encounters in, in a hotel. Yeah, now if that would have been crypto, I wonder if that changes things because so anybody so. who says like, well, he should have checked her ID, well then you It wouldn't have worked. An idiot, you don't know how this works. Yeah, right. that's a great yeah. that's a great point. I mean, unless she's carrying a fake ID, right? Well, well I think that would have changed the court case a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It would have possibly opened her to a criminal charge of having a, f- a fake ID. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know that because bars I'd... that get busted for serving underage and they go, well, they showed us a fake ID, the bars still get busted. It's still liable. Yeah. Right. And the same thing's true with underage uh, sex, at least according to right. the story we were reading about Texas, is it's not an, what they call an affirmative defense. It is not an affirmative defense right. to say, oh, I had information that led me to believe that this person was of a legal age. So you thought she was. Maybe she showed you a fake ID. Apparently, you have to know how to spot a fake ID. I mean, I feel like, of course, I feel like this, but I feel like if, if, uh, you know, a bar is held liable, like, okay, you hold the bar liable for still, right? The way it should work, in my opinion, is if, if, you know, somebody shows a fake ID and then the bar is held liable for serving someone who's underage and then they do whatever they do to the bar to punish the bar. And then the bar should be able to then take the state to court for a miscarriage of justice. And then mm-hmm. the bar should be able to get whatever money back because the state then miscarried justice in that case. I mean, I, don't, I honestly, I don't feel like that's the ideal situation that should just drop all this nonsense altogether. For sure. But, you know, in my experience, the bar, you know, does suffer some penalty. But the biggest one is, of course, the revocation of the liquor license. Yeah. yeah your business and, is over. You know, I mean, we all know licensing is when they take the right away from you and sell right. it back to you for a price. But yep. like, you know, and then what they'll do is they'll turn around and sell that license to some other you know, aspiring bar owner to open another bar in that same place mm-hmm. or, you know, it, yeah. that type of thing. So so a little bit more here. There's not much left in this piece of Red Business Insider. And then we can talk about Sugar Mamas. Ooh. You've got a piece about that, uh, Captain. But so she says, this is again, a sugar baby. She's been in it for like six months, kind of experience, regaling her, us with her experiences uh, and what she's learned. She says lots of sugar babies shudder at the idea of considering what they do as sex work. She says, I think of sugaring as an enjoyable deviance with a financial benefit. And while I don't consider it sex work, I understand why some might. 
She says, when opening up your uh, when opening up yourself to fringe dating of any sort, you'll attract men with varying goals. Some men on seeking arrangement are looking to spend two hundred bucks for a quick romp. Other men will want to provide a monthly allowance and business insight for their dates, have an intimate relationship, and even consider marriage down the line. She says, I find myself somewhere in the middle. Yeah, that's weird. Wow. Huh? Sugar marriage? That yeah. seems weird. Would the would it continue to be an arrangement after the marriage? Would there be a prenup with all the you know contractual elements? Right. Uh, I mean, do, do you graduate into you know trophy wife at that point? Maybe so. You know. Yep. Um, you then become exclusive, or do you still get to go ahead and uh, have some other clients? Yeah. At the, Let's at the same ask. Time? Uh, what's Trump's wife's name? Mel- Ival- Ivanka. Oh, no, that's his daughter. Mel- Melania. Melania. <laughs> Melania. 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 Yeah. Melons. What? I find myself, she says, somewhere in the middle. I don't enjoy one-night stands, and I definitely enjoy indulging in a relationship, but I wouldn't consider something permanent with any of the men I've been on sugar dates with. Some sugar babies will ask about platonic arrangements being turned off by the idea of intimacy with a sugar daddy. I mean, hey, who doesn't want to make a bunch of money without getting, you know, (laughs) make money without having to give it up? Uh, She says, not surprisingly, most sugar daddies won't see the value in financially providing for a sugar baby without any intimacy. That said, she says, I've actually met two so far, but not because I went in looking for that arrangement. In one case, the man had some qualms about being intimate, so he paid me for an afternoon of tea and board games. And we had a lovely afternoon just not being lonely. She says, you don't find those situations, they find you. Often on forums where sugaring is discussed, it's very common for newer sugar babies to ask for advice from the communities. One of the most popular repeated posts are men looking for sugar mamas. The overwhelming response is women don't need to pay for sex, and therefore sugar mamas are next to impossible to find. That's not to say they don't exist, but they are the exception and not the rule. And I think that will lead us right into your piece here. (laughs) uh, About... Is, is yours about being a sugar mama or finding one or what? what yeah, I sorry to burst your bubble. I was never a sugar mama, Man. so I don't have a story about being a sugar mama. All right, more on the way here, but I'm not, not your story. Whatever you got here coming up, it's not you that wrote it. There's more coming up. Free business owners, you want more customers? Accept cryptocurrencies. There's people all around you just waiting to spend money at your store. If only you would take it. I know you've been waiting till someone else makes it easy. Well, good news. HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com adds Bitcoin to your point of sale, totally free. Use the same equipment you already have, now with Bitcoin. And unlike credit cards, there's no fees. Let the guys at HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com bring new customers to your store. HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com It's Free Talk Live. You may dial toll-free, take control of the airwaves here. Our number is 855-450-FREE. We've been uh, deep into conversation here about the least. <laughs> about uh, sugar babies and sugar daddies, but we're going in a different direction. We're going to talk about sugar mamas yo mama. uh, coming up here. Well, maybe not yo mama. Well, somebody's mama. Uh, but uh, for the right price, it could be yo mama. Uh, well, that's what we're getting into here. But first, the I right wanna... price you could be deep in something else. That's right. I <laughs> want you to know about balance of nature, where you know a lot of people are taking control of their own health. They want to make sure to avoid the pain of getting sick, the loss of time at work, and possibly even costly medical bills. Good nutrition is key to looking and feeling great. And eating right all the time, of course, can be a challenge, especially if you're traveling and working a lot can get in the way. And you might not have the desire or time to shop and cook the right foods. Well, Balance of Nature has a solution for you. With just three of the Balance of Nature fruit capsules and three of their vegetable capsules, you get 10 servings of fruits and vegetables 
and that's a lot of nutrition. Some people are reporting after taking Balance of Nature that their skin looks better, bags under their eyes go away, an increase in energy, body pain reduced or goes away, getting sick less or not at all. Uh, and, of course, your mileage may vary, but go online and you can become a preferred customer, which gives you the best pricing and free shipping. And after your third month, Balance of Nature will ship to you at no charge an additional set of fruits and veggies. So if you want to take advantage of this, it is a limited time offer, so don't wait. Go to balanceofnature.com. Use discount code FTL to get that deal. That's balanceofnature.com with code FTL. We just basically finished up a pretty lengthy uh, piece about being a sugar baby and she says uh, finally in her final paragraph here sugaring becomes more mainstream this is from businessinsider.com the potential to have your time wasted by a splendid daddy or a scammer increases becoming a sugar baby requires a great deal of patience and willingness to go on bad dates before you finally find someone you want to pursue a relationship with and by that she means take money from Uh, But it can also be incredibly rewarding and a great deal of fun. I've taken multiple flights, received a wide range of allowances and gifts, and met some very interesting people during my short time as a sugar baby. And she only did it for six months before she wrote this article. Mm. She says the lifestyle may not be for everyone, but it works for me. Now, is it fulfilling in the the same way that a good relationship with somebody who you really, you know, you've got a similar vibration with, that, you know, you get along with great, that you actually want to be around without them having to pay you uh, to be around? I mean, it seems shallow, doesn't it? Uh, I, you know, it's hard to tell because everybody's an individual, everybody's right. unique, everybody's got their own, you know, goals and turn-ons and turn-offs mm-hmm. and that kind of a thing. So, uh, you know, for me personally, I would not engage in this activity even if I was uh, incredibly wealthy, uh, which I'm not. But would you be a sugar baby for $10,000 a month? I have frequently joked about <laughs> needing a sugar mama, so that is definitely uh, on the table, although... <laughs> You know, you can see uh, any anybody who's watching on uh, you know Twitch or DLive. They can see the I got the gray and the beard. So do, I mean, yeah. uh, generally speaking, at least according to this article from BallerAlert.com, uh, you know, sugar mamas generally are looking for the younger men. Uh, okay, right. But uh, they did. Sorry, post- I believe sugar daddy is also looking for younger men if they are indeed looking for <laughs> for men. <laughs> that type yeah. of. But they did post an article <laughs> called "How to Snag a Sugar Mama," and you know, it briefly said. As, uh, well, they're out there. I mean, I'll just before you get into it, um, one of our former co-hosts, Vin Armani, who sadly mm-hmm. had to move out of New Hampshire for some amount of time. He's, he had a kid and they needed to go back. But he was a professional male escort. And the first question I asked him was, of course, well, did you have any female clients? Right. Because the sort of the typical mm-hmm. uh, view is it's always men who are hiring escorts. And so I, I expected his, he was like, you know, it was gay men that were hiring right. him. Right. But no, every client did, of his was a woman. Okay, yeah. Interesting. You know, a successful, somewhat older, generally woman. Yeah. 40s, 50s, probably a little older than Got that. Got a little bit of money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And maybe their husband died, or who knows what the, the story is. Yeah. So go ahead with the, the piece. Uh, so, uh, from Baller Alert? From BallerAlert.com. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of it before <laughs> myself, but uh, uh, women can be ballers too. And since we have an increasing number of male members joining Baller Alert, it's only right we assist them with snagging a baller too. So what are women looking for when they're in search of a male companion to take care of? Well, here are a few things to keep in mind. Hang where Stella hangs. Sugar mamas are born when women feel that they are out of options and time is running out. 
They're usually older women. We talked about that. Right. Because men are going to die, right? Like if you're in a relationship, <laughs> you're likely, the, if, the, if you're the woman and your age range is even close to the same, you're still probably going to outlive the man. And a lot of women, um, you know, get together with a man, an older man in general anyway because it's more financially secure. So it's almost guaranteed he's going to die first. Yeah. Uh, a decade or two before you. They're usually older women who have devoted their entire lives to their career or to the point that they're in their 50s, wealthy and lonely. Uh, where do you find women like these? Mm-hmm. Certain vacation spots and resorts are breeding grounds for these type of women. Hmm. Uh, also, look for them at happy hours and, believe it or not, male strip clubs with their co-workers. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I guess. Uh, as with sugar daddies, there are also a few online dating sites to find a sugar mama. So I guess uh, there are websites ah. that cater to this. Uh, offer companionship. Uh, a sugar mama wants companionship, much like a sugar daddy does. She wants someone who will listen to her complain about work, rub her feet, make her feel like a queen. She wants the entire relationship without the time-consuming courting. Jump right in, tell huh. her she's beautiful, offer to cook her dinner, do all of there these There are things. guys who do this in Nigeria, by the way. I was joking earlier <laughs> when we were talking about... Uh, you know, hiring some Nigerians. We, again, this was off the air, I think, but uh, we were joking about you know hiring Nigerians to act as though they're sugar baby females online to try to bilk desperate men out of, oh, of money. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's actually what happens to older women on the internet. Is uh, these men, and I am maybe it's not just Nigeria, but people in in other countries right. who are you it's know, the old Nigerian prince scam, right? Well, except it's not the prince scam; it's them pretending to be something they're not, or in some cases, actually pre- not pretending to be, like actually saying, "I'm in Africa, and you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen." Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting. Huh. We we did. I did an interview with. Um, Oh, uh, th- there's the gentleman who uh, Bruce, the guy from Ravencoin. I'm, I'm spacing on his last name right now, but uh, he he uh, he's like the founder of Ravencoin. He puts the uh, the event on the cryptocurrency conference every okay. year here in in New Hampshire. And his mother is like 80 years old, and she's this super sharp old lady. She's yeah. not what you think of when you think of an elderly person as far as easily taken advantage of. And she says that when she signed up for Facebook, she joined Facebook. For the purpose of connecting with her family members, so like grandchildren or whatever, right? Because that's where they all are, and so that's what she did. That was her only reason for going there. And within a relatively short time frame, like pretty much immediately, as soon as she was searchable or whatever, she started getting messages from men in Africa. Huh. And it was this stuff where they were like, oh... You're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. I love you. And like really trying to kind of work her Mm. into getting into one of these relationships where the man in Africa always has some story about why they need money because they're in Africa. Times are tough. They're Mm. trying to go to school. They're trying to move out of the country or come to see her or whatever. And of course, they never actually end up coming over, but there's always new reasons to, to pay up. And she was like, she couldn't understand how people could fall for it. Because she she knew right right from the get go that it was a scam, and so she didn't fall for it at all. But right. what was interesting was after she rejected these guys enough times, they came back with a different scam. So the secondary approach, after they realized just being a guy in Africa wasn't going to cut it, who thought she was beautiful, the next one was a U.S. military man with oh, like complete right. with a blurry photo. So you couldn't really see the insignia right. or the logo or whatever. Like it was an, a, probably she thought it was the same people who had another. Mm-hmm. And she almost she says she almost fell for it because, you know, oh, the military, you know, oh, we love our military is kind of the attitude mm-hmm. a lot of older older folks have. Yeah. And then she realized, oh, this is also a scam. 
so I just thought that was kind of an that interesting sounds side. a lot like uh, you know not to get too far away from the article, but uh, you know if you're older than the internet like I am, mm-hmm. um, <sighs> you know I remember seeing stories on television 2020, you know 60 minutes stuff like that about like a guy who would sweet talk some gal, marry her, and then drain the bank account and ghost, yep. and then he'd surface in some other state, married again, mm, right, doing the whole same thing, doing the same thing, and that was kind of their mo. That's yeah. just what they did. So that's the thing. These a lot of these older women do want that attention, and they are willing to shell out big, big money in order to uh, to get it. So we'll talk more about finding a sugar mama coming up here in moments. Eight fifty five, four fifty, free like freedom. This is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. Dial toll-free. You can get on the air here if you want. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. Hey, whatever it is that you do, you know, maybe you're a professional baby or whatever, sugar baby. Sugar mama, sugar daddy. Uh, go to liberty.menu. If you are an individual who rejects the initiation of force, that is. If you are not... And you don't belong at Liberty.menu. But if you are a liberty-minded person, if you agree to abide by the ethics of the non-aggression principle, then get over to Liberty.menu where you can list the things that you do there, like your business or an event that you want to promote, or maybe you've got a, a digital content that you create and you want to share. You can list all that stuff, and it's totally free to do it over at Liberty.menu where you can put your volunteerist ideas into action. You can also use code FTL and get a special Free Talk Live listener badge. Of course, listings can be rated and reviewed, and there's a bit of a social networking site as well, uh, or an aspect to it. Go to Liberty.menu, and as I said, it is completely free. Uh, so, Ian Johnson and Captain Kickass here in the studio tonight. Captain, you are sharing with us a story about how to find a sugar mama because all the news is about you know I went and I googled a sugar babies daddies I mean there's a ton of news about this stuff now now we've just educated people on how to do all the negotiations we so, did you know. this has really been a how to here tonight <laughs> on uh, you know we may we may have launched new careers tonight here on uh, on Free Talk Live and to that point this article is really like uh, how to land and sustain a sugar mama well so- that's the hardest part of this right is to I mean beyond the dating and the whatever difficulties you might have in that process and trying to hide your identity as the lady was talking about earlier in her story is finding the client is finding the person who's willing to enter into this particular relationship it's going to be a little harder to find a sugar mama they're not advertising it on their probably on their dating profiles would be my guess um, then again, I don't look at women in their, in their 50s, and so maybe they are. I don't know. Uh, but uh, I suspect they're not saying I'm willing to be a sugar mama on their, their profiles. No. I mean, uh, they do mention that there are a couple of websites that, you know, that actually that. have yeah. sugar mama yeah. listings. So that's one thing. But they were talking about going to uh, male strip clubs. Yeah. Uh, to recap, it says, you know, hang where Stella hangs. So strip clubs, you know, vacation go to happy spots. Hours, vacation spots. It's going to be a little weird going to a male strip club and trying to pretend like you're not a gay guy that's, uh, you know, hanging out at a strip I, I, club. To digress a little bit, I was told by a friend of mine that, like, you know, if you're, you know, an average or above average looking dude, how you judge that, I don't know. But, like, if you just, if you're confident. There and, used to be a website, Rape My Hot or something and, like that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, if you, not. if you just want to get laid, just show up to, you know, like a male strip club when, like, it's about to let out. 
and just sort of hang out in front Ooh, because yeah. you know they get the, all riled they up. Get them all riled up, and then you know you're just <laughs> ripe for the picking, you know, so to speak. So, and then you're like, hey, do you need a ride home? Something like that. I mean, to that extent, this has been a bit of a public service message to any of our <laughs> you know male listeners that might be interested in you know obtaining some sort of a sugar mama. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'll go on. Uh, you know, offer companionship. We talked about that. Uh, don't say no. Sugar mamas likely have kids. Their kids say no. They hear no at work. Maybe even hearing no from their husbands. Mm. They don't want to hear no from the man they're funding. Always be open to give your sugar mama the yes she deserves. Happy sugar mama, happy life. Uh, well, right. I mean, that's true. Women and relationships in general. Indeed. The lady ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Uh, amp up the sex appeal. Listen, older women are filthy horn dogs! Exclamation <laughs> mark. <laughs> By the way, this is ballerAlert.com. BallerAlert.com. Yeah, uh, a lot of women reach their sexual peak around thirty-five to forty-five years of age. Uh-huh. Nine times out of ten, a sugar mama cougar is either not being satisfied by her husband or is single and sexually frustrated. Hmm. Fellas. Give her the sexy she's been lacking in her life. Amp up the sex appeal. Try new things. Prove those rumors of younger men and their stamina to be true. (laughs) Uh, Need her help. The reason sugar mama and daddies exist is because there is a need for their finances. Wait, just before you go on, was there a different term used for the male sugar? Is it like sugar boy or sugar? Is it also sugar baby for the male version of... uh... That's a good you know, question. Is there a different term for the male version of that? I don't know. Yeah. If only there was a way we could look that up. Yeah. There, there might be. But I digress. Yeah. Uh, the reason sugar mamas and daddies exist is because there is a need for their finances. Your sugar mama wants to know that you need her just as much as she needs you. So casually mention that you're in school or that your parents cut you off. Her nurturing nature will make her want to fill that void as the mother, and before you know it, she'll be taking care of you. Well, hopefully you aren't telling lies in order to uh, take advantage of There's uh, nothing wrong with a little fantasy here, right? You know, uh, It could be. They did say amp up the sex appeal, right? So, you know. Lie to me, lie to me. It might be. That may be what they want. Uh, and, and finally, to, to your point, Ian, uh, keep it real. Simply put, if you are with a woman who is interested in a long-term relationship, don't try to make her your sugar mama. Let it be known what you're looking for, and don't waste her time. Hmm. So those are the uh, keys from BallerAlert.com. <laughs> and, you know, this is just one of those topics where there is a ton of of stuff online about this. I mean, we could go on and on and on, but uh, I think we've we've covered the basis have, here yeah. pretty uh, pretty effectively. Johnson, thanks for uh, for bringing this one to the table. Not a problem. Are you considering a career change? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think we created three or four different businesses tonight. <laughs> so you know, uh, in our minds. So we were looking up the term baller just because, you know, we weren't really sure what it meant. Uh, For our listeners who might have been curious, it is someone who's, according to Urban Dictionary, which is always the the go-to website for for slang terms these days. Slanguage. Someone who started out on from the bottom and with nothing and now have made it to the top. The uh, definition, too, is a thug that has made it to the big time, originally referred to ball players that made it out of the streets to make millions as a pro ball player, but is now used to describe any thug that is living large. So, you know, I, uh, I wish this was a topic that we could get more input on from the listeners, but luckily, 
we did have plenty of internet stuff to, to I, share about. It. I have a brief topic to bring up because yeah, you know, sure. I know, you I mean know about underwear. We're running short on time, but uh, I, I want to mention. And I want to know if you guys have heard of. So you know, I've been obviously. I've oh, the cube, the Rubik's playing, cube, playing with the Rubik's cube. Well, no, it's not obvious to the radio no, listeners. No, 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 no. no. Uh, the reason why I'm holding it up is because it's been something I've been doing. If you've been watching the camera, or right. whatever. But the whole reason why I picked up this cube is because uh, last Sunday I went over to uh, our, our local Walmart to pick up a copy of Monopoly for millennials. I don't know if you guys heard. Yeah, we yeah. talked about it last year. Sure. It was so, a huge news item and because it really, got really expensive. And, well, yeah. what happened was they um the news got out about it and it there was a tremendous Didn't amount of coverage. Right. Yeah, it sold out and it was selling for like hundreds of dollars on on eBay. Which is the same way that right. Monopoly Socialism is doing right now. So well, they've done the yeah, same thing. Yeah, I was going to say, they've got me because I, I want to get a copy of uh, uh, Monopoly Socialism. Right. And now they've released another one. They, they Another one today. This is the one I was going to ask if you guys have heard of. Now there's Ms. Monopoly. Oh, I saw that. The only version of Monopoly where women make more than men. Yeah, I saw that. Now, are they making just fun? They're trolling of- people. It's amazing. But wait, are they actually making fun of the whole like sex uh, equality thing in this one? No, well, I mean I imagine they must be because First of all, they're they're just trolls right now. Wouldn't the Monopoly Socialism edition just have no money? I, uh, yeah, I don't, that's what you end up with. Right? I still haven't. I actually, despite the fact that we talked about it, yeah. um, I have not actually watched the how to play the the Socialism Monopoly. But they have a couple of videos out there that right. are like that, so you can learn all about that if that's what you want right. to do. Um, yeah, so what I want to know is if uh, Ms. Monopoly, yeah, see, Fox Business is saying it's celebrating women. So all the headlines about social, Monopoly Socialism and Monopoly Millennials were all about how mad people were right, about those yeah. games. So I don't know if they are... Uh, you know, I have to give credit. I don't know if this is satire on is, this particular is one. Is Milton Bradley still the manufacturer? No, they got bought by, uh, I think it was Parker Brothers. Uh, whoever is manufacturing And it. then Hasbro bought Parker Brothers, so it's Hasbro more, now. More to the point, marketing Monopoly. These versions of Monopoly are great. Right, I, I, you know, they got a Star Wars version. Oh, they've, they've got, got a zillion know, of those. So how just, would, it's brilliant. How would voluntarist monopoly work? <laughs> I don't know. There just is no monopoly. <laughs> right, I mean, there can't be. Several changes <laughs> have been made to the. They would just rename the game competition. <laughs> Several changes have been made to the. This is for Ms. Monopoly. Okay. Several changes have been made to the iconic board game. Some properties within the game have been replaced by groundbreaking women's inventions, and instead of building houses, players build business headquarters. Alterations have also been made to the game's in-game payment structure. The toy maker also addresses real-world concerns over wage disparities between men and women by disadvantaging male players in the game, saying, "Quote: Ms. Monopoly is the first ever game where women make more than men." Unquote. Hasbro's senior director for global brand strategy and marketing says the company hopes to, quote, recognize and celebrate the many contributions women have made to our society and continue to make on a daily basis. So it doesn't sound like it's a satirical version at all, unless it hasn't actually been released yet. Right. And no one's actually seen the product and it turns out to really be uh, just cooking them. I wish we could get a copy and pick it apart on air. Well, I hope you have fun with a a millennial one, because I'm curious to hear if you like it or not. I'm I'm curious if it's actually a good game, because they've changed a lot of the rules in it. We'll see you tomorrow. Online in the meantime, freetalklive.com. I want to tell you about my favorite cryptocurrency wallet, Edge Wallet, at edge.app. Edge is the wallet I use more than any other, and that was true long before Edge Wallet became a sponsor of Free Talk Live. Edge Wallet allows you to buy, sell, trade, and securely hold your cryptocurrencies including Bitcoin, Ethereum, Tokens, Monero, Ripple, Dash, Bitcoin Cash, and more. It's available for both Android and iOS, and you can download it via the Play or App Store or via Edge Wallet's website, edge.app. 
Secure your freedom with Edge Wallet.